0: Hello and welcome to the one one your West Australian racing podcast. I am BJ Ryan episode 46 is proudly sponsored by our friends at Betfair don't bet harder bet smarter with Betfair now certainly no one would have bet harder in the goldfields last week. Here he is the one and only Perth racing guru. Terry Layton, welcome back, Terry. Thanks
1: for uh, thanks for welcoming me back, Bj. Very uh, very excited. That'd probably be an understatement. There's um, there's probably more passionate adjectives than uh, excited I could use about being back at Ascot, but um, very happy to be at Ascot uh, as we are at the minute.
0: Yeah, we're sitting out here looking looking over. Uh, a picturesque ascot race course mm. but the uh the staff are wandering around the the entire course working feverishly to get uh this venue in a, a mint condition for opening day this sad day so if you hear some banging and crashing and some birds in the background uh just enjoy it because we're out here and uh we're enjoying uh the what is you know, WA Racing headquarters at its finest. It's either that or it's me upset about a result at York today, so it's (laughs) one of the two if you're hearing the banging and the crashing. Now, so you and your team Mm. look like you uh, you set a cracking tempo in Kalgoorlie last week. Yeah, plus 30 to the turn
1: actually, yeah, (laughs) when you're doing the data afterwards, so plus 30 to the turn, weakened over the last 100 potentially, but uh, sustained a pretty good run, all things (laughs) considering.
0: Give us an insight, how it's around. Ah, uh, cracking! Yeah, yeah, I've done it probably now four, five,
1: six years in a row. I lose track of it to some degree. Done it uh, many a year in a row. I think my first year down there was when Woodsville won the cup with uh, Jerry Nosky on top, actually. But uh, oh, to be honest, this was probably my favourite uh, round of the lot done thus far. Cracking crew got to go back to Cambana Lodge a couple of times. Gave Mervin a pat after his late scratching, and uh, <laughs> all was well. All's well with Mervin, so expect to see him uh, not too far away. But um, from a from a votes point of view. I mean you probably want to know who got the 3 2 1.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thought, so cuz you what you I thought you might be a bit more active on on the socials but you're, yeah, you're very Yeah, I, low I c- didn't know how to use my phone most of the time so mm-hmm. it was uh, it was
1: quite difficult in that sense. But uh look, I think we're going to give one vote mm-hmm. to M Heaton. Uh Thursday night showing huge. Got a text about 2 p.m. telling Michael. me Michael Heaton, yeah, telling me he just woke up so he gets the um the one vote. Two votes to to P Fernie, having us all back there at our uh, Canberra also uh Just a a tremendous character of the goal fields, but uh, three votes, and probably by the length of the straight, actually, won it uh, probably by as much as Lockie Neal to win this year's Brownlow was uh, L. Fernie. Luke uh, Fernie. Ah, oh, you just, uh yeah, just uh, didn't have an off moment, to be honest with you. On from start to finish, pulled off the big plunge, which we'll talk about in a second, I think. And uh, now, just uh, when it comes to his home ground, he's a he's a difficult man to beat, and um, I think you'll find he'll get the three votes for years to come as well.
0: Very good, very good. Um, yeah, well, the, the Fernies, Peter and Luke, uh, real heavy hitters in the gold fields, obviously, and they flex their muscles. Uh, on the Thursday and the and the sad day, uh, racking up plenty of success. Um, Adam Durant, of course, went head to head with the Fernies mm-hmm. on their home deck, and uh, he teamed up with Joey as a party for a don- dominant Hannon's handicap win with Money Matters. And of course, it was great to see Vaughn Sigley, Pat Carberry, and mm. Missile Launch claim a fighting Cowgully Cup win on the Saturday.
1: Bit dirty myself there, Bege. I priced that five bucks. Even I, I don't know if I. I- I can't remember where I mentioned it. it might have been on the Wild
0: West It's all a bit of a blur
1: But um, yeah And I've ended up Having a few beers at Dan Pease You know when you do that And you decide to Switch around to Superior Smolajer What did Dan uh, have to say? Uh, he said, "Yeah, no, we, uh, we, uh, we, we thought it was a pretty good chance, probably go forward." So this is actually me, not Dan Pierce, for those that can't <laughs> tell. Um, I should also mention though, everyone that we ran into, and came and said "g'day" down in the round. Uh, Benny Black got a got a photo on track, and there was a million others that came and said "g'day." So uh, thoroughly uh, appreciated meeting everyone and uh, everything positive they had to say. Also, while we're on it, um, you know how I do my own little private notes, Bj. Mm-hmm. So a uh, deck in Shembury is a bit of a bit of a smartie. Smarty? He's a bit of a smarty himself, but he, he doesn't do the, the cow form too in-depthly, so he asked for my notes. So flicked them through to him and- Oh, um, your form notes. Your form notes. My yeah. form notes, yeah. I should say. This yeah. is for Hannon's day, yeah. and I'd given the last winner a bit of a push in my own notes. I think I'd marked start it- Start the fryer. Start the fryer. I think I'd marked it about 15 bucks. Um, I thought it was traveling the winner, the previous start, previous start for new trainer, and uh, I think Simone thought it misstrode on the bend, and she pulled it up, thought it hit the line brilliantly. So knew it'd be a pricing. It went around about 80 bucks on, on Betfair. But the lads were alive in the quaddie. Um, They put in 50 bucks each. I think there were six of them, 300 bucks. And um, yeah, they had it going for about 30 odd thousand, I think. So they came up to me before the last and said, if this wins, we're getting the tattoo numbers uh, on our asses. So <laughs> start the fryer saluted for the lads. And for a few of us, actually, we were pretty happy about that. And uh, I just want to make it official. They need to... Get the tattooed so numbers Deccan, on us. Deccan, 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 Deccan and and yeah. his mates, I don't know his mates, names. So they got to get the Quaddy numbers. The Quaddy numbers tattooed on their asses.
0: Okay. All right, Deccan. We'll have to follow follow up with that. Um, congratulations. That was a good find. Terry Start mm. the fryer at any old price mm. in the last one, Hannon's Day. So um, while you were uh you know living living your best life in the gold fields, our my, man my worst. Our man Pete McCormick jumped on last week. So big thanks to Pete um for for joining me on last week's edition of the podcast pete was all over the ic red ic red sting and uh he actually made that horse his fair best Betting proposition of the day. So hopefully, some of the listeners followed him in. I think it was about 480 when we were recording. did not
1: stop, did it?
0: I think it would have jumped close to even money. 222 bet fair SP. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We used it as our origin bet, thinking we'd SP at 350. We just thought the money would stop because it was just basically us going and going and going and going and going. So we thought it would basically stop. And with money for horses like Boston and Brave Dream, it would eventually sort of middle out at 350. But
0: It it didn't. It was heavy, wasn't it? They.
1: They, they knew.
0: They certainly did. It was did. nice being part of it. <laughs> I tell you what, thoroughly enjoyed that one. So yeah, but big thanks, Pete. We always appreciate you coming on and helping us out here at The One One. So while the round was a heap of fun last week, I think it's fair to say all local racing fans and participants of course have a significant spring in their step terry mm. as we head back to the home of west australian racing for opening day at ascot this sad day how good is the blood pumping yet or what yeah no
1: very uh, very enthusiastic bj I, I can't explain how excited i am or uh, the chance of me uh missing it will be uh yeah million to one i could contract corona and i'll still be here so i shouldn't say that should i that's not no it yeah. is a bit trump like well i've been compared
0: make uh make uh i don't know just move on <laughs> nothing positive is going to come from anything i have to say cool so thanks to the wonderful team at perth racing uh as we mentioned earlier we're fortunate enough to be recording uh, the one one from the members deck at Ascot, we're overlooking the the finish line, and um, and just a quick reminder to all, all our listeners and those who are eager to come out to Ascot on Saturday. There are still premium trackside tickets available in the chute, which is the uh, which is the decking section along the uh, along the rail here. So tickets are available $110 per person. That's a full food and beverage package included. That's a good deal, Guru. Uh, jump on the Perth Racing website to uh, to snap up one of the limited tickets. Still available. Also, uh, if you want to come along, it's family day. So all kids under 18 are free. Um, there's heaps of activities and fun for the children and families, of course. Sixteen dollars otherwise, general admission tickets. So. What
1: about those of us with maturities of sub 18? Is it free <laughs> or not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the
0: there, uh, yeah, the the, uh, the sixteen dollar tickets, not bad value. It is and 110
1: to huge value. I reckon, yeah, I reckon someone like an L Fernie, I reckon uh, he'd get 3 he'd get his $110 worth of value in about 40 minutes. I reckon, Yeah. So.
0: so, but other than that, I think they're, they're looking at capacity or a, mm. or a, a limited capacity due Get out to out the here. 25 degrees. Get out of here. Oof. Can't wait. Mm. So, um, yeah, thanks again to Perth Racing for being so hospitable to uh, Terry and myself and allowing us to record on course. Now, in the spirit of opening day, we thought it might be a good idea to check in with uh, the Turf Club's track manager, extraordinaire Chris Nation. Chris, welcome to the show. How are you, gentlemen? Good, very good. Very excited
1: to have uh, you on, Chris. I've, uh, I've never actually managed to have a chat to you in the past, and um, I, I love. I'm probably someone that loves to pick on track bias and wants to learn more about track bias and how it's. Uh, well, what what the main reasonings, and the most important factors are behind it. But uh, let's let's start by perhaps learning about Chris instead. Hey, eh? what do you reckon, B J?
0: Well, yeah, obviously Chris is uh, Perth Racing Track Manager. How long have you been? here for chris just over three and a half years yeah three and a half yeah. years and was it right you came from toowoomba, toowoomba in queensland yeah. yeah how long were you looking after the track look, i done four years
2: there. it was a strathair Kaiku surface that had gone wrong yeah um and it's probably where i made my name because uh it did go to shit up there and uh, they threw me and said good luck They have 52 meetings in a year on five meters of rail move so oh. you just have to get it done and uh so look, that's every saturday yeah every saturday, every night, saturday night yeah Which the night hurts hurt you because yeah. the dew comes in yeah um and yeah it was throwing dinner plates back and you know <laughs> jockeys black eyes horses black eyes it was yeah it was quite a gruesome setup to walk into and i really didn't know what i was walking into um but like, i had the uh, support of the ceo there at the time he said do what you got to do to fix this because we've got to have racing here so um yeah. are they still
1: racing 52 yeah yeah, yeah.
2: right yeah they just finished their main wheatwood day up there which is their biggest day of the year yeah. the big thing about toumba no one gets is that the climb in the hill, and no. uh, it, it, it's about sixteen meters from the twelve hundred to the winning place. The the incline is that so, right? Yeah, they run that far uphill. It's unbelievable track
0: to to uh, to get and have a look at. So. So, but before we we move any further, Terry is a uh, multiple premiership winning cricket captain, mm-hmm. and uh, they tell me, Chris, that you were quite handy with the yeah. bat and ball back in your day as well. It yeah, has been absolutely has been. <laughs> oh, here <laughs> we go. Yeah, we go. absolutely. <laughs> has been. It. It's played a
2: great cricket in Sydney. Yeah, um, with Sutherland and St George. And so, are you from? I'm from Southern New South Wales, yeah, originally yeah, Jervis yeah. Bay, Good God's country, as I call it, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I don't get back there enough. But yeah, played great cricket in Sydney. So, but it was uh, it was a tough gig having to drive. It'd be like Bunbury to Perth; it's yeah. two and a half hours. And my determination wasn't that good to get up there three times a week and <laughs> train were, and
1: then play. What were we mainly a batter or a bowler?
2: I was actually an all-rounder, but I was a bit small to let him. I, I was quite quick as a bowler, and then done mm. both my shoulders playing rugby league,
0: oh, no. um,
2: and then had to kind of reinvent myself as a as a batter, but. As a bat, I'm a bit of a hack. Like see it and hit it. A bit of cow corner yeah. stuff, a little bit, ag- oh, not, little bit agricultural. Yeah, I don't mind cow. I normally go straight, but, um, yeah, I just don't have the temperament to hang around too long, so. Tell you what, we might need to get a Perth racing little lane or cricket side together or something <laughs> on a Tuesday night. How about that? Well, I did say the jockey's one would be good, get punters and trainers yeah, exactly versus the jo- right. or jocks on the team. and Have a 20-20 game oh, or yeah,
0: something that's the like that. The yeah. jockeys are all just bold beamers at me. <laughs> yeah. and that's that's, that's <laughs> fair enough as well. <laughs> you sh- you <laughs> might <laughs> be able to put a pitch in in the middle of uh, middle of Ascot just behind us. It. Yeah, have thought Yeah, there's a, there's well, a bit of room A out
1: cracking there. spot for a little game of cricket. We're How good, good would it be? On the big screen here. We'll sell out. We'll get about 15 people to watch, So,
2: reckon. But, you know, look, it's great to have you lads out here. and I think this is what racing's got to do more of is is get the people out here and um, see what we do for one and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of open to it and I know track managers, the younger generation of track managers are getting more and more educated on on these um, issues that punters have. So I love seeing blokes like yourselves get out here and, and, and can't see enough of it. So anyone else that wants to get out and have a look or even go for a walk, don't be shy because um, I, I think it's good education for everyone. Yep.
0: Yeah, well, we, we love WR Racing, of course, and I and Terry ascot is is uh was it was my disneyland growing up i used to love coming out here as a kid um still is yeah still is just it's 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 fantastic it's got such a good good vibe and feel to it, ascot and uh that sort of old and new sort of thing going on and um just love it out here um now what are we what are we expecting on opening day track wise? What have you had to um, undertake any major reno's in the off season? What's, uh, what, what's happened out here?
2: Yeah, look, that's uh,
1: exactly how it's going to play. <laughs>
2: <but yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's, it's
0: well, I've been lucky. I got,
2: got rain last night, uh, eight mm of rain, which is perfect was it eight for mil me. In the end? Yeah, it come Jeez, down really quick, but yeah. it was absolutely perfect for what, what we need out here. But. Probably the difference is they're two different, com- completely different tracks. This has a quite a big thatch layer in it, um, which means it drains quite poorly. Without the thatch layer though, it would get quite hard in the summer, which is, you'll find when this first went in, they had no thatch layer and they, that's when they'll really run along on it and they couldn't keep the water up to it. So the thatch layer in this makes it hard for you to manage, but it also gives you um, that, that kind of protection that you're always going to have, have plenty of give in it and you know allow the horses to, to pull up sound. Obviously, the difference is, you know, you've got a 400-metre straight at, uh, a 380-metre straight at, at Belmont and a 220-metre straight here. So um, you kind of can cop a bit of a hiding of how short the straight is here. and um, You know, you've got, you've got to just watch that inside couple of pads where they can really scoot off the turn and, and make you look silly and, you know, everyone will come running at you saying, hey, there's a bias there. And some days I can't even feel it or see it myself, but it can be plenty of reasons why it's there. Um, the canberra at Belmont doesn't help. And, I, and it's actually a fact that more leaders win at Belmont than Ascot. Mm, mm-hmm. So, um, but everyone has that theory in their head that, you lead here, you can win,
1: Where is it Belmont? It's know, hard can, for you to win, probably, be honestly. It's very hard for you to win. How's, yeah, one thing I need to ask is how's the yard uh, trench? Have you moved the trench from Belmont to uh, Ascot? Or the <laughs> no, that that thing but gives me
2: headaches. Here. I see that every night. <laughs> the one thing I will say, it's actually a rise, not a
1: trench. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. there we go. It's a a trench. It's a lot yeah. more enjoyable calling it a trench. So, so
2: that's, that's, um, we're actually on the trial track. So, we've ripped the trial track up down there at the moment to do some remedial works. It gets done every two. Years and it was getting a little bit tight mm. uh, this season. There's a couple of areas past the winning post that hold a bit of water, um, so we're going to we've we've really ripped into that. When that grows back, I'm hoping four to six weeks that'll be back in action, and then I'll do some big works at um, on that area. Obviously, I'll it'll have to come up and uh, you know level it out and, and relay it. So you're simultaneously working
1: on both tracks um, yes. throughout the season.
2: Yeah, yep. yeah, flat out. Yep. Um, this is the worst time because you're trying to get this ready, and then obviously. Having happen to do your remedial works there because the sooner you do your remedial works, the harder you can go at it, yeah. which means the better, the more you can take out, which means the better
0: it,
1: it will drain next season. I, so.
0: Yeah, I have to congratulate you and your team for getting through what seemed like a really challenging Belmont season. Well, how
1: many extra meats did Jeff? Because there was no Narrage in York I actually, too, Jay, so you had to take all them on as yeah, well. Yeah, I actually
0: put it up on Twitter last week
2: um, because I knew no one would give us um much voice around it but we had we held an extra four meetings we had an extra 550 odd 560 odd horses go Mm -hmm. around an extra 44 races this season in a a suppressed time frame so we only had four and a half months down there this year um the year I started we actually had just just under six last year we had five and now we're down to four and a half so kind of hurts me a little bit and I know this year you know everyone wanted to get away from the joint but Know if everything's right down there, it is a superior track and, and the easier track for me to maintain. But I think a lot of that was the facilities,
1: too, to be yeah. honest with you. <laughs> so, absolutely,
0: so yeah, like that. Um, but it's, it's just like an old diesel, isn't it, Belmont? Like, it's just such a it's an
1: old diesel, <laughs> it
0: just keeps yeah. just keeps showing up and fronting up and getting the job done, like a
1: bit like us punters. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I uh, I'd I admire um, how much, um traffic goes over and it still sort of stands up and and that and yeah, uh, i think i think questions are going to be answered and uh,
2: asked sooner or later about um because punters obviously the ones that filled the industry and mm. we we have to keep them interested and they, i think this year there might have been a time halfway through the season where it was really quite tight and mm. you can't afford to lose it so i think there's there's going to be time where we we have to get this track draining better that's yeah yep. and and then and then you know try and go away from that 6 month 6 month period just to give it a a, a bit of a rest you know and a, allow it to, to be at its best all the time because the main killer of it is the horses running over and mm-hmm. is, is what kills it.
0: So could Ascot theoretically could Ascot race during the winter? Look it could. Yeah. Um
2: your, your risk of losing a meetings through the roof okay um but if you've done the right remedial works and uh, and got it drained properly in that thatch layer out which is just an organic layer like a sponge it does doesn't go through it mm-hmm. um, because they did run drainage through it about four or five years ago in cam sutherland's time but yep. when they've come out and done the geo testing they've actually said hey it's no good running that drainage because it's not getting through that top layer
0: right um
2: which is uh you know which is the issue of why it's not draining so
1: so we're at three meters on Saturday. Any reason we're not starting at the true or we save that for the feature race days? Yeah,
2: look, there's two. There, there's two last th- year
1: it was three meters too. Yeah,
2: yeah. There, there, there's two reasons for it. Look, I'll be brutally honest, it's um, it's our best pad. Yeah, three is the best. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm not entirely happy. The inside pad there, they've added to that um, after, the, after the revamp of the track. Okay. And it's just a different uh, texture or, or soil type. And it just struggles. So it's not at 100% where the rest of it's 100%. So, you know, let, why, why ruin something when it's not at 100%. So the three metre pad actually allows us to go perfectly with our strategic move into the carnival. So I put one-on-one together and thought that'll do where I go. So.
1: I'll get down there and walk the track later for the punters at home as well. And um, and I'm joking here, by the way. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not actually getting down there. You're both looking at me seriously and I'm like I was uh, being real. Um, I have to ask you bias-wise and whether there are some days a rail will play dead cold when we're not expecting. There are some days when a horse can't make ground. We love to look, as form analysts, we love to look at wind conditions. We love to look at um, temperatures. Rain has the track dry, track conditions, a million different factors. Is there one for you that stands out as the main thing that affects a track bias?
0: Other than tempo. Or a pattern <laughs> bias, other than tempo, obviously. Yeah,
1: well, yes. tempo
2: over here is a huge yeah. one, especially here with the triangle-shaped track and the wind that blows in. But, yeah, look, I, I hate saying there is a bias because as a track manager, you walk it every day and we can't find it. But yep. at the end of the day, it, it does happen, it does occur. And I think it comes down to a few things and... I've actually uh, learned a bit this year by, by, you know, giving my information to other tracks and you realise you're watering, people say, "I oh, just go and slap the water on. Well, we actually, the water co- has got to come down to the minute. So if you water a little bit early, you know, and then, get, and then you wake up on the race morning and the sun's already out, your, your evaporation's already occurred by mm, race time. Mm-hmm. If you get it wrong and you put the water on and then you get up and it's cloudy and overcast all day, it'll chip out the first couple of races then the sun comes out and and then it evens out mm-hmm. so it really come in my opinion and, and unless you and that's why the jocks i always say the jocks get out there and walk it even between races because you'll find that if you especially at belmont when it does chip out in the in the winter if it, if it does chip out on the inside it can end up causing that inside to be an no-go zone and early in the day they might the first couple might win on the fence and then They get into it a little bit and then the the horses just don't get through it. The other thing that can happen, though, is that that exactly what I said, is that if you've watered it and you get a nice sunny day, the moisture's in there the first couple of races, it chips out, but then it dries out. And because of where the grass is less coverage, it's like a balding head, I suppose, the sun bakes it quicker, which means it dries out faster, which means that's the better going. It plays harder. So Mm, for me, there's no real theory to it, but there is days where I go, okay, we've, we've been in the true position, then we've gone to... To, to nine, and now we're at six, and we had a, we've had a wet week. That nine meter pad will actually dry out mm-hmm. quicker than because the rest of the track's got full coverage. Even though it's marked, it's dried out dried out quicker. And you'll find they'll get off it and get onto that four, five lane, six lane, mm. and they'll make ground on the pad that was used on the on this on the Wednesday. Yep. And there's absolutely nothing you can do because if, the only thing I can do is run a verti drain or an aerator over it to soften it up. And by doing that, all you would do is, because the ground's already been chipped out, it would loosen it up completely, which means you'd just make a hell of a mess. So you can't actually do anything. You've just got to cop it on the chin. So
1: I think you answered that question extremely well. Actually, you know yeah. I think I've, I've just learned a lot from that <laughs> answer uh, myself.
0: So I've heard some of the um, the eastern states sort of professionals on their on their shows talk about that. A lot of them are track walkers as well, and they talk about irrigation lanes, and they talk about um, you know certain certain parts of the, the track that are advantageous on certain days and things like that. Do, do you guys keep lane data or any or do you, do you subscribe to that sort of stuff or or does it just does it just confuse does it just make your job harder like yeah, what's it, what, what it definitely
2: what, makes it harder
0: yeah um the
2: old school never listened to this yeah. but obviously we have to now supply to the punter and yeah. we need to keep the punter wanting to pump the punt sorry so we we got to be open to it and I always stick my head out there and if anyone wants to contact me come and have a look come and have a look for that reason because. Like, for instance, this week's a prime example. The three-metre position, if I had a 35-degree a, a week this week, um, I would have had to water, say, Friday night. Mm-hmm. And if I had to water Friday night, I'd either have to drop my whole rail and put it on the ground because the angle of the sprinklers where the rail is would hit the back of the rail. <laughs> so... It
0: would what, impact the... Yeah, yeah so yeah. what
2: happens is it drops there, you'll find the inside, fen- the, the fence is off. So yeah. the, <laughs> the best example, when I'd moved from... Um, when I move from the week before railway to, to railway, I actually don't put the, the the rail at three metres for the group one day until the Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So I can spend all week pumping it full of water and then move the rail out. Uh, as I said just before, that's why I was, I've been kissed a little bit, that we've had the rain last night. So because, it creates like a puddling effect. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah. And it just hits it and, 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 and sheens that inside. Yeah. So, and, and Damien Oliver in Melbourne the king of, of walking track and watching what uh, what track managers do. and. There is a science to it. There's mm-hmm. no, absolutely no doubt that, you know, when the rail's in certain positions, you've got to water at a certain time to to, to, to get your coverage. So, I've
1: you know, been doing it for eight years and I still haven't figured out the science to it. <laughs> so I'm always trying to learn, always trying to yeah. learn. But um, I feel like I have learned a little bit Yeah. Um,
0: so, so we're always... Um, before, prior to doing our preview, we're always like, so the track's going to be here, the weather's going to be this, and then we're always just hypothesizing about <laughs> what's going to happen. <laughs> one <laughs> thing
1: one thing I will say is the last uh, several seasons when it's been at the three-meter pad, um, it's played brilliantly. Yeah, Day three's, one, threes is awesome. Play, and early in the season in particular, unless we get a howling easterly, which
0: yeah. – Heavens. I don't think Chris
1: can do a great deal about. Yeah. Um, it just plays tremendously, especially early in the season. So I, I'm really confident backing into markets purely on a tempo basis and understanding yeah. we have a shorter straight here. Do
2: you know the only thing I do find, and, and again, it's the same when I go to Belmont and 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 come back here to Ascot. I, I get a little bit of hate mail from punters, trainers, everyone in, in between. I've got a few aliases yeah. out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love it. I give a bit back, don't yeah. worry. But um, I, I think that... The hardest thing is they're two different surfaces. You know, one's a real, even though they're both sand-based, one's a real puggy type of a surface and one's a real kind of, it's not shifty, but it's a sandier-based surface. And don't be, it'll throw up results. Every year when I, the first three weeks we go from Ascot to Belmont, the winners, you know, come, you think, how does this thing win you know yeah.
1: it's also a lot a lot of that as well is uh i find there's a lot of jockeys that haven't ridden the track much before like maddie derrick will be having four or five rides most i mean this will be a third look at ascot as a, as a surfer she doesn't oh do i have to go super early because it's the shortest straight do i have to they overcompensate for the Correct. short straight and this yeah. and that yeah. and you're always <laughs> going to see random
0: results that's a, why when it's we, a rhythm thing too as well that after six months riding out exactly they, right yeah,
1: yep. yeah. exactly yeah. right but one yeah. thing i want to talk about when we when we get to the preview shortly is um it, it's definitely not a day to be hopping into horses that are, are too thin below your price especially yeah. early on so um, yeah there will there always is a $50 plus winner on uh, opening day I've never yeah. found it but there always, <laughs> there always is one well no.
2: that's yeah and that's why I say it because I think there's a horse going around in the feature on
1: on on Saturday and Chris is about to declare and, one
2: I'm gonna tell you to, to be wary <laughs> uh, I think it's a she uh, clairvoyance clairvoyance mm-hmm. yep she's a big horse big free moving horse she's got to get around a tight turn first time she you know likes momentum she likes to be
0: balanced drawn wide, Traum Traum wide. Might, might be a bit of a advantage oh, to i love this wide, this is uh, the
2: chris mm.
1: nations betfair lay of no. the day. <laughs> no, i love
2: it <laughs> love the horse when she gets out when you when i've seen at the trials everyone's got an eye on her yeah i yeah. think class does prevail at yeah. times but it's kind of that type of animal that's a really really big horse that struggles to get around these tight tracks yep. that hasn't been here before you know Sometimes it may still win, but let's see what this time You're very. To see I'll what what be the, saying
1: the same thing. You are a super brave punter taking the dollar fifty-five, dollar yeah, yeah. that's currently around for us. Yeah. Whereas
2: someone, you know, the, the horse like Gemma's son, who you know people will bag and have knocks on to mm-hmm. say that you know after its two-year-old season she's only small mightn't come back as a three-year-old. She's a little whippet greyhound. She'll carve in and out. She might just get to the front, get around this turn really easily, and kick off the turn, yep. and it might be hard to catch. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then in weeks' time, the form mightn't stand up, but.
1: Oh, about, I was going to ask him for a tip,
0: and nah, I think we, I think we that, just got one. Him son, the, the so, so, also before you go, Chris. So, as, as I said, weather, weather, and track and r- rail and rainfall and wind direction is always a um, talking point for us here. Where can punters uh, like publicly find the the best resource to get their their weather prediction, their rainfall prediction, their wind? What? What could you what reco- website? You yeah, what what recommend? What could you recommend yeah, to our look, listeners? For, for, we only use the Stick at the moment,
2: and, yeah. and it's the the best thing we've got. I noticed noticed in Melbourne they're starting to put the wind and the weather it gives updates, and that's yeah. probably something that will come in here in time. But I always, you know, you if you're a, if you're a person who watches the weather, you, you guys are brilliant. You just got to have your weather screen mm-hmm. next to you next to your, your map of, of what it is i try and give it a, as you know I, I do that stick three or four times to make sure i'm happy with it and make sure that it's is consistent because the hardest thing with these sticks is they're only taken you take three three readings in every spot and it, that can also cause your problems because you're only taking three you really need to take 100 yeah yeah, so yeah yeah i do do it a few times to try and make sure i'm giving out the best best possible but the other thing that is hard is the difference between a and I, and I throw this out to you guys the difference between a good three and a, and a, and a soft five say it's very hard to get the difference because mm. I, I can put out a track as a good four and it might it might be a 6 point4 and put out a, a track as a six five which is a soft five and then we might have a straight that reads soft on the outside and good on the inside yeah. there's yeah. only one point difference in them yeah. which is, is, is half a tick mm-hmm. you know
0: so so do, do you think the the numerical track rating system works or yeah. or what, what 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 would what would be your preference like just as uh, just you know not putting you on a spoiler yeah no, anyway,
2: I, if I, I, this and this is spoken about in in track managers forums a lot yeah um because we aren't the punter and, and you guys come back after the meeting and, and, and normally put your own rating on it that says that we we actually think he's an idiot this is a five or this is a four so we don't we really put ourselves out there to be to be criticised by, by doing it. So I, I think you have got to take the numbers away and, and just and, and you have a good. You got to bring back the yielding or the dead, and then then you got to have your soft and then your heavy, because it's getting to the stage now where they want to know if it's the good side of good soil or the four point or the, or the, or, or five yeah. a wider, a wider and, range and of classifications. Basically. And, and but, it's yeah. getting it, it's getting crazy. Whereas mm. if you if you can say hey it, it's firm it's it's good you know it's rain affected early in the week but it's drying out so it's yielding yep look we've had rain on the day and 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 there's no puddles or there's nothing around it's soft and then we've got you know we've had plenty of rain and we've had rain through the meeting it's bottomless or heavy yep. you know yeah, yeah and then and then leave it up to you guys to then to, to, to then do the, the the form as as you do when um take it off us because it's very hard the, the one thing i do Reckon, reckon needs to happen and I'm, I say it here to the jockeys coaches is to make jockeys walk the track after the last because horses even on our good days damage tracks but what it'll allow in time is we need an educated person and they do do it in Melbourne at a certain time a track walker would be brilliant he has to be like they had semi Island or um, mm-hmm. you know someone like that for a while doing it and if they can do it in correspondence with a with a track manager over time you know they're not going to you're not going to be able to bung him out there today and give you a good reading. But over time, he'll be able to come up and say, hey, here's my, what I think, here's the track manager, here's what we've got. Whereas we don't have that at the moment and it, it's kind of, shooting a bit from the hip at times, and, mm-hmm. but we can only do our best.
0: <laughs> no, well, I mean, growing up in Western Australia and there was all, always, um, always challenges involved with um, you know the renovations, getting track right, getting tracks right. There was always lots of discussion about tracks, but to be fair, over the last three or four years, or, or however long you've been here, I, I feel like that conversation, a lot of it, has been taken off the table, which is great, and we're, we're we're focusing on on other things, which is which is which is a credit to you and and your team here at Perth Racing.
2: I, I think yeah, and and the boss deserves a lot in that because you know you got to you got to get people that have a horse's background, you know, like. Um, in the past, I think they've gone for people that they thought were grass growers or, or or whatever they they think you you've got to understand the horse, you've got to understand your ground, and the easiest thing for me to do over here, and you know, it's only been honest, is to grow IQ. If you can't grow IQ in Western Australia, mm-hmm. you would want to give it away, mm-hmm. you know. So it's more than I think I'm giving it away. Mine, mine <laughs> never took off. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it, it only takes a couple of things to keep it going, you know, but. You know, as I said, I, there's pure coverage out there. The track's in fantastic condition, but if you talk to me, I'm not happy with it because it's got winter grass through it, which is a, you know, I can't understand why Perth has winter grass for for, for what it is. But you know, over the years since I've been here, when I, the year I got here, it had 90% in it this time mm-hmm. of year. I'm down to about 50%. I want to see nothing in it, and then I'll be happy. But you know, so everyone turns up and goes oh geez that looks great and I like I see oh. yeah, you know, going, right. yeah so we just got to keep getting better and mm-hmm. um, improving all the time but you know haven't the hardest thing is we've got two facilities you know 90 odd meetings a year you, you, you don't stop you've got to keep going and you need you do need the help because you know I especially when you've got trials on you, you could race Wednesday Saturday back up for trials on the on the Monday if I've got to walk all three tracks and and give a reading and make sure they're all spot on so you know, I do rely on a lot of help from the boys, but, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you always want to run your eye over it just to make sure that you've got it right and it's what you think it is, so.
0: So, how long will you, when do you clock off tonight and Friday night and when do you clock on Saturday morning? Yeah, like, do I it's see a, you in the
1: Stone Mother's <laughs> at 6pm? Do I have to buy you a beer <laughs> then or not? <laughs> well,
0: I don't mind a beer, but i don't to <laughs> to be
2: in Stone Mother's. But, um, oh, look, I, I do, I, I work seven days. This, this job's a lifestyle. Yeah. And you've got to love Has it to be. do it. Has know, to be. And, yeah. and I do love it and, you know, that the guys here around us at Perth race and appreciate it, and and uh, and and do know, so they don't really question you know your integrity or what you do because they know you're here all the time. So, you know, it's, it, I'm I'm happy with everything that's done. We're all set up. We're probably in front, um, you know, set up wise, grounds wise, and everything like that. I'm obviously just going to go out there as soon as I finish with you guys today and put some liquid fur out there, which is not for this weekend. It takes nine days to kick in, and mm-hmm. we, I'll, I'll just continue on. Check the water, make sure the soil moisture's right, and as I said, the rains helped me this week. It'll probably allow me to have a cruisy week into it. But having good staff helps because you know when, when, if you don't have good staff, you uh, you could be here tonight, you know, midnight Friday night
1: trying to do it. But. There's enough of them floating around as well. Just having a look out in the course <laughs> at the moment. So yeah, you could theory. have to, you could have told them just to uh, shut up shop for an hour <laughs> and a half so people could hear us. But uh, no, you'll, uh, well,
2: we've got to make out we're doing something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. All right, well, uh, Chris, you have a, a thankless task, but uh, you're doing an incredibly good job. Uh, I think um, that's the majority. Yeah, I think we're uh, l- lucky to have Chris. Extremely, and his team, extremely yeah, lucky sure. to have you. As you know, the track's looking incredible sitting out there, having a look at it at the minute. We um, can't wait to get you out here to get out here as punters and and just lovers of the sport on Saturday. And um, thanks for coming up, mate. I've personally learnt a, a stack um, from having you on, and um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it.
2: Thanks, Chris. Nah, beautiful boys. And just the last thing, um, for the enthusiasts, the boss has put in a trophy room downstairs there behind Stay Motherless this year. And uh, I think for the enthusiasts, and uh, this is probably the podcast to do it on, it's a really nice room to get in there. They've got the trophies out in there and... Yep. You know, it's right there near the punter's room, so um, it's great. And also, if you one, it, it on the ground level? Or yeah, on the ground n- level, right next to Stone Motherless. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. they've opened up a punter's bar at the back, and then. Oh, right. Yeah, the bosses that's come the general up. general public? Yep. Everyone yep. can get in there. It would be great on like. Uh, Terry's
0: bar. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so it'll great. Be, it's actually it's actually the old
2: gin bar. so yeah, <laughs> the yeah. bar. But um yeah, look, I think it'll be a good spot, especially when you get to the hot days, you'll be able to duck in underneath and. And get out of the, out of the heat.
0: Oh, we yep. might have, might have to check it out after 100%. the after the show. Have a look yeah, around. love Do it. you it's mind worth, if we
2: have a look around? Absolutely. Yeah, oh, just cool. stuck in where the old tab touch under the vantage is. Yep. just there's a new doorway in there. It's got everything in there that you want. So Excellent. Love and it. And the other thing is, I am on Twitter. And if you ever want any information, just don't be afraid to hit me up. Or if you want to shit cam, you shit cam. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, <laughs> I, we'll keep that. <laughs> play, play to our well strengths. <laughs> <laughs> information's key. All right, boys. Perfect. Thanks for having us. Chris.
0: Thank you. All right. Well, that was brilliant. From Chris Nation, what a good get for the
1: yeah, podcast. It was, yeah, <laughs> I feel a little bit uh, like we're uh, just wasting everyone's time continuing on from here. So, yeah, no, it, it, tremendous insight. Like I, I feel like I genuinely learnt um, a lot. And there's aspects of why there's been biases at certain times in meetings, and and there's not at others. It's funny, like a track like Albany, for example. And I won't go on for too long here, but a track like Albany, I've found. Whether this is just something that's in my head and isn't isn't real, but it, it often towards the end of a meeting starts playing tremendously on pace. You simply just cannot make a scaricker ground towards the end of the meeting, which you think would almost be the opposite because the chop should be getting tracked uh, ch- chopped up around the rail, but it's the conditions of the day and, and what that does to the surface itself. So,
0: so much to learn. So yeah. much to learn. So mm. much to learn. So before we embark on our opening day race by race preview, we better discuss and awesome day of racing on the east coast spring champion stakes day at ranwick but of course all eyes will turn to melbourne with a brilliant 10 race card at caulfield on saturday that's caulfield guineas day and uh as we are on uh, most weeks these days we're on william pike and cerise and white watch so for all our listeners out there pikey's got seven rides on caulfield guineas day including including Ole kirk in the group one time-honored Caulfield Guineas, that's some pickup ride for the Wizard, teaming up with uh, uh, John Wayne and Michael Hawks, very powerful operation. Pikey um, will also ride uh, Superstorm in the Cerise and White in the Turak Handicap. He is booked aboard Arcadia Queen, taking on Russian Camelot again in the Caulfield Stakes, and uh, one of our faves here on the 1 1 Windstorm. He'll be going around again. He's a two dollar thirty chance in uh, race three, the weekend hustler over fourteen hundred meters. So, Pike, he's, uh looks looks set for another big day. He's uh, he's been um, he's been copping a bit on uh, on the mm. socials lately for uh, for his results, but on paper it looks like he's uh, he's going to be giving himself every chance to 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 win a big one at Caulfield on Saturday. Yep. Now. Uh, we have to mention we also will be rep- WA will also be represented by the Lindsay Smith trained duo Reykjavik and Akanar Star what up in, walks? in the uh, yeah what up walks uh, in the group 1 Turek handicap so good luck to everyone all the WA based connections involved in those two really really good horses both of them are coming off excellent rupert clark stakes performances and one quick update before we uh jump into ascot opening day the velvet king terry now of course with peter moody we've been doing regular updates on this fellow he jumped out well at pakenham recently and after some good track work efforts this week is a big chance to be racing first up for Peter Moody at Caulfield on Wednesday. So, Exciting
1: stuff. I had a big chat to Grant McClear in the uh, the line to catch the plane home from uh, Kalgoorlie. Um, geez, he's got a fair old team of horses underneath him, doesn't he? Tell me about what's to come. So uh, good luck to Grant and the,
0: and the Velvet King team. 100%. All right. We ready to go, Terry? Let's do it. It's time to preview three-year-old classic day that's opening day at Ascot. This Saturday we're recording. It's currently 11.55 a.m. on Thursday the 8th of October. York is racing in the Avon Valley this afternoon. Love it. What a car. Oh, I love it. I'm actually, I'm actually
1: guts in a couple. Oh, <laughs> I love
0: York. You are brave. I love it. You're a brave man. Um, we're about to launch into, of course, Saturday's nine race program. It's cup day in the country towns of Mora and Leonora on Saturday. So best of luck to those two race clubs on their big day of the year. And we finished the weekend on Sunday at Geraldton. Now, it's Ladies' Day, Terry, on the Crayfish Coast. I better get up there then, hey? Better get up there and check it out.
1: And let's make sure that we stay tuned uh, throughout the show for an info on how you can enter the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition (laughs) and the Market City Get
0: Out Stakes, BJ. Thanks, Terry. So, just a quick reminder that if you want to have a read of my pre-market preview, The Leg Up, was released at 7 a.m. this morning on bestbets.com.au. can also be viewed on the AusRace website. While Terry and Daniel Cripps combine forces for the Wild West video preview, which is also going to be recorded at Ascot Racecourse. Car- I think so. A yeah.
1: of, I'm a bit concerned about the background
0: noise you now. You might so. go up to one of the Superboxes or something to the our super box, That's a good shout. Now, uh, yeah, so Terry and Daniel, uh, the Wild West video preview, available on the Betfair Hub, betfair.com.au dot AU. They also representing all our sand gropers in the Betfair state of origin challenge. I see that South Australia skipped clear.
1: Oh, they had a unit and a half on something at 40 bucks. So I mean we we had our big stake on IC Red last week and we've tipped it at three dollars fifty. So as I said, I thought it might level out and we'd get a BSP of something around three dollars plus a two twenty two probably wouldn't have bothered. But uh no I think we agree on one early this uh, this
0: Saturday so we'll probably be an eight unit whack launch. Launch, Okay. missile launch. (laughs) Now, if you haven't done it yet, make sure you check out Betfair's new mobile app for iOS and Android users. Seriously good. It's
1: really the the functionality um, with sort of Betfair SP and and wanting to take it late. And so, sometimes you can get a bit for newer pundits and maybe people that aren't as technologically savvy. It can be uh, difficult to utilize the old Betfair app, but this new one makes things so much easier. So, couldn't uh, recommend
0: it higher. All right. Sharpen your edge with the latest from Betfair.
1: Also, The One One is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and all other major podcasting platforms. Please subscribe, rate,
0: and review. Okay, opening day. Let's get cracking. As we spoke to Chris Nation, uh, Ascot Track Manager, and, uh, well, Perth Racing's Track Manager, earlier in the show, the rail. We'll be out three meters. Had some rain overnight, which Chris was very happy about. And uh, so we're expecting a um, fair. Fair track. Good for, fair, happy. Last couple of meetings, last couple of
1: opening days have been at three meters, and it's been um, uh, super geez, they've just rammed up the background noise they have, here. They? They're know. absolutely going in the background. We probably can't tell the fifty odd staff to just cool it for an hour or so though, can we? So we can record the uh, record the one one. But I love it. I love it. Just atmosphere. feeling all oh, the atmosphere. It's here. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is I can't smell any horse manure. When I come to the track, I love to smell horse manure. <laughs> so that's the only thing missing for me at, at this point in time. But I reckon I'll get plenty of that on uh, – on Saturday, I must, I
0: must admit, when I saw it was three metres, I had, a, had a, uh, I was, I was quite pleased about that. So, um, yeah, I, I actually feel as though three is the true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Chris Nation sort of alluded a little bit to that in what he was saying, that the three is the is our prime position. We need here to be wary, just from what he said yeah. as
1: well, that when they do start rolling on the true, that could either play red or it's, gonna, it's a different type of uh, setup down there. So, it could play super hot or it could play super cold. So, when we do move to the true, which I presume will be probably a fair way away, um, it'll be interesting to monitor but we'll worry about that we'll cross that bridge and we come to it
0: 100% okay race one 12.34pm on Saturday is the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Maiden I see uh, Pete McCormick on did- Twitter yeah, last man. night um, made a good point Made yeah, a really,
1: really good point. You literally just stole my opening line. I was yeah. going to say Pete's tweet last night. I reckon was what the entirety um, of the uh, the racing public were thinking. It was such a great opportunity to kick it off with that little two year old event. I felt personally, um, let's see the let's see the babies I, I I- as in, as in well. action and um, and whatnot. But at the end of the day, it's not it's not that big a deal. Um, it's not, but it's
0: like it's it's just a flat start to the yeah. day. With, with, I won't with be rushing in
1: to get here for twelve thirty-four. Yeah, it'll probably
0: be one of my biggest bets of the day, BJ. Oh, really? But uh, it will be. Yes, hang on, it, hang on. it'll probably be my largest. Actually, oh, yeah. tell me more. Tell the listeners.
1: Well, I, I think this will be the, the popular horse in the race. So I don't think uh, I don't think I found one out of the box here, but um, in a race full of uh, plotters, BJ, a race full of horses, which I think probably all have a limited sort of. Uh, scope in them. Darcel Wednesday, uh, they look like they've they've got some ability. Miami City Diffusion finished alongside each other. thought the run of Diffusion was far better than the run of Miami City. Um, It's just probably more trust in where that horse ends up with Miami City likely in the breeze. But Lord Lonsdale looks to be one that... um, uh, could be one out of the box. And I don't think any of these are horses that could be out of the box. Uh, I was a super trialer back in late December um, behind Dark Mission. I was in a, a trial where a horse actually fell. Um, got home under the uh, under the hands and heels of Maddie Derrick, who was new to the saddle, uh, and subsequently came out from an awkward gait. It was actually pretty well on the market um, considering the depths of that maiden. End of an era found the top. Certain punter might have found him at 60 to 1 that day, BJ. don't want to carry re- on about it. I recall. You do recall? <laughs> you might have uh, been reminded several times around then too. Dark Mission uh, was in that race of Smile For Me. They're the horse that, um, that beat him home. Trialed in February, looked brilliant. Trialed again recently, and the thing I liked um, in that trial, did get it pretty softish out in front, but when Chloe... Uh, gave him a little whack with the stick. He really did respond and hit the line well. Um, this is a Machino gelding. We know what they can do when they get to the front. We've seen the um, the Cockney Crews and the uh, the Lonsdale Ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, look, this is just one. Same, I colours, think. same S- colours. Same colours. This same colours. Same stable. Same stable. This is just one I, I think um, might just be better than these. Always wary on a horse first up for off such a long break. Um, but as I said, did have that trial in February. Has trialed well since. This looks a pretty softish map. I think they'll probably look to go straight to the top here and um, I think Chloe can ride the first winner of the Ascot season and she's had a bit of a, a slow start to the season I think she's won from 81 um, thus far but uh, I don't think she could have a better ride to kick off the Ascot season so I think this is one of my better bets of the day Bj marked him $2.70 currently around three fifty, so easy to have a bet
0: Yeah, straight to the front, Chloe aboard Lord Lonsdale. And yeah, I I just think he's just going to keep rolling and he will chalk up his maiden victory. First run for Kieran McDonough was originally with Tiana Tiana, Robertson. hmm. So, change stables, but yeah, that trial was uh, was really good. Looks a nice lump of a horse as well. Uh, I think it's got a bit of a class edge on these. Lord Lonsdale uh, on the opening event on opening day. Darcel, the clear danger for me. If I get seven, eight bucks bet fair late, I'll be saving. Okay, I agree with that as well. And the blinkers are gone on Wednesday. Who's probably the the third pick? But yeah. so the Darcel was a better run than Wednesday. Last I thought so, day. and yeah. I
1: think Darcel got to the worst part of the track, and I think Darcel was also more capable of utilizing the better gate than Wednesday as well. And I think Darcel will be in position A with the fitness, uh, the added fitness edge on um, on Lonsdale. Lord Lonsdale If there is going to be a uh, a fly in the ointment horse. Okay, race 2 uh for the babies. As we've discussed, always a uh, really 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 um interesting. One to watch early and uh you are our uh, our baby specialist BJ. So um tell me uh and tell the listeners while we should have something on here.
0: Yeah, look I think it's um I did all the breeding and I've done all the, the trial form. I've been watching a lot of these babies. I've been doing up. a bit of breeding lately, haven't you? I have, actually. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the, the, and I've been watching these babies trial uh, in, over the last month or so. Um, they, there's only been one real standout for me, and th- that's Fatal Femme from the Sean and Jake Casey yard, uh, shooting to win Philly. How's from um, Wally Daly's really good family of um, the, the damn Femme, uh, there's been lots of winners come through her, come through her her, uh, her offspring as well. And, um, and, and Wally Daly's got a, a good thing happening with his, his um, band of broodmares. And uh, look, Femme Fatale, uh, Fatale Femme rather, um, was too good for la- the lady is a vamp and Rommel's command in a 400 metre trial at Belmont on the 14th of September, but then really stamped her authority in a, in a thousand metre heat on the 29th of September. She sort of tracked up a really strong tempo set by Frosted Star, uh, who was, uh, who was in, in this race in the initial plate on Saturday. And uh, Jordan Turner sort of stalked that tempo, produced her at the right time. She sort of uh, cruised to the line with with plenty in the in the tank. I feel as though if Fatale Femme can uh, hold her trial form, bring that to race day, um, I think, and Sean and Jake Casey can... Hold her together. I think Fatal Fem has got these covered and should be winning uh, the initial plate. Terry?
1: Yep, no, I'm. Uh, I did all the trial replays. Not a big breeding man, uh, as you are, um, <laughs> in, in in either sense. Um, and the, I mean, the only one that I uh, for Tel was a standout, but yeah. I, I wouldn't be taking even money in a, an initial plate about no. uh, at about about wings. To be honest with you, so oh, I probably would take that about wings. But uh, Crown Princess was one I actually didn't mind um, the last 100 meters or so for a bit of a smaller yeah. trainer. Yeah, I think it's one you'll see 50, 60, 70 dollars late on Betfair. Would not be jumping into the 20 bucks
0: um I'll be having the smallest of bets that I possibly can have. House from actually, actually hails from a really good family as okay. crown crown princess but um I, I saw her working home as well. Mm-hmm. So obviously I see uh, locally anyway for Talfem was t- was 290 into 220 at the moment it to got a feel Bradley
1: marking this race don't you? Yeah, What's the what are you meant to do yeah.
0: Yeah and um yeah look if if the fave does doesn't turn up the uh the winner will come from one of either the Lady is a Vamp, Rommel's Command, as we've spoken about those two, and maybe Send It Son from the, the Pierce brothers. I think mm-hmm. they appear to be the uh, the main dangers. But, yeah, Fatal Femme, nice draw. Should be able to stalk the, uh, hopefully, a genuine tempo. Kept out of trouble by Geordie Turner. I think Fatal Femme just races to victory. No love for Magic? Magic. Magic Mike. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it I tell you what, with a better draw, Sultano would have probably made my top four. It's so hard to win, yeah. um, As
1: a uh, as a unraised horse from an awkward gate, taking a sit. I mean, most of these horses are um, are taught to to sort of just jump and run early in their career. So it's even with icy red last week. Luke was saying, geez, I hope um, I hope he can get around a corner." I mean, mm. What do you mean? He goes, "Oh, I've never been around a corner before." Yeah. Say, oh, Jesus Christ. So, um, yeah, but, so, but so yeah, difficult so difficult
0: from the draw. So, and, but also, Selchino is one of the few that have actually trialled over a thousand that has actually gone around the corner mm-hmm. as well. Most of these have only had the the four hundreds, like you spoke about. But yeah, magic does magic. Mike Santich, one of our favourite people here on the one one, he uh, he does a good job with his two year olds. Iconic, Iconic, mm. yeah, he does a very good this job with the his two year olds. Impact, so it could be. So, but yeah, I, I can see it. good booking Chris Barnum as well. Mm. I could see Cel- Celcino getting back and running on with strength. All right, race
1: three uh, over the 2200 metres. Uh, I give Frederick Kersley a little bit of a hard time for some of his placement. I'm going to give him a hard time later in the card for, for one of his.
0: But uh, he has placed. The Hall of Famer. The Hall of Famer, yeah. yeah.
1: No no punches pulled. I don't care if you're a Hall of Famer. We can actually or not.
0: see uh, Northerly Lodge oh, from here. Oh, I'm going
1: to say I can actually see Fred Kersley. That's <laughs> going to start apologising. Um, Hi, oh, Fred. <laughs> this horse has been placed tremendously 52 and a half, 51 and a half. 53, will carry 52 here and has never raced out of his grade. I'm just mm. double checking that. Start did race out by a point in a 64, rater right, and in a 66 plus. We'll let him off there. But uh, tremendously placed horse throughout this campaign. Uh, you, you get the feeling that, Winning runs do come to an end eventually. Mm. This is Maddie's first look at Ascot, but so, yeah, Bonneville
0: Blacks won its last three.
1: <laughs> has has won his last three. Does does look pretty foolproof. Look, I'm I, I just do think horses eventually um, come to their end of their run in that sense. I was I was really impressed by Paddy Shadows' last effort, fourteen hundred up to two thousand. Uh, I think it's the horse that will derive the most benefit fitness wise. Um, Brad Parnham will settle midfield in a race where Bonneville Black and Brothers Keeper should go forward. I'm I'm not too keen. I think the winner comes from Mackenzie Brook and um, and Paddy Shadow, but they're both around the four or five dollar mark, pretty close to what I have marked them. So another race I'm I'm not going to get involved in. Bj, yeah,
0: I'm I'm with you there too, Terry. I think that uh, Bonneville Black back to Ascot as after those after those three Belmont wins in a row um, again well as as you mentioned very well placed by the stable by the uh, uh, Fred Kersley and Northerly Lodge camp um, but I went looking to I, I went looking for something to to finish that winning streak and I landed on Mackenzie Brook mm-hmm. the Albany Cup winner uh, was. Scratched from the Kalgoorlie Cup last Saturday. Just said future nom there. Do we yeah. know anything Anything more well, I, or anything more sinister? I, for me, she was an 82 Raider and yeah. if she had a won the Kalgoorlie she Cup. She gets about 12, doesn't she? Yeah, mm. well, gets, a, gets a big ratings. ratings the part. way the race was run, she goes close too. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, uh, is, it, is it really worth um them that, that ratings jump at this stage of her career. Yep. I would imagine that they're looking to maximize her um as much as they uh, ma- maximise her earning capacity as much as possible. I like the booking of Lactar Ramoli. Oh, I Matty Rode
1: um Wrote a retreat last start. I saw there was
0: a little bit of uh, angst on uh, on Twitter that she took
1: off a bit early, but a touch, with I the think. lightweight. A touch, oh, yeah. geez, I think that's being super picky. Um, I think if you're getting a ride like that from a, a three kilo apprentice on a sit and sprinter, you you should be pretty happy. Just I just, just maybe on fitness, the run. yeah, yeah, fitness, because we you to remember that first start run over the twenty two hundred. They went walk and sprint. Yeah, yeah. they went. Uh, what what we did in Kalgoorlie going over to the benchmark as yeah. uh, as. Uh, Party goers, we use that <laughs> word. Uh, they went, uh, yeah, they went. Uh, I think it was neg twenty nine to the turn when Noir Daru, um Noataru walked him. I think it was yeah, the race Noir Daru, Noir Daru walked yeah. him. Yeah, so it was just, uh, it was just a complete fitness thing. So you'd expect Mackenzie Brook to be peaking. Yeah, that's there, that's, you?
0: that's what I'm thinking. Just needed, just needed to tighten up a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top line, it's a really,
1: really, she's a really good stayer. Yeah, good I still stay think up. she's underrated.
0: Yeah, I agree. And also, bottom of black, I imagine, is probably going to be breezing outside Brothers Keeper. Mm-hmm. So if that's the position, then if I'm Lacta. Lucky Ramoli, then I will be following uh Bonneville Black everywhere that uh Maddie Derrick goes and uh getting the uh getting the trail or getting the, the into her slipstream, producing Mackenzie Brook at the right time. Admittedly, there is a still a good pull in the weights advantage, four kilos to Bonneville Black. I think Mackenzie Brook is a class staying mare. Adam Durant camp, up and about. Uh, I think that Lackdark can drive Mackenzie Brook to victory over the top of uh, Bonneville Black late. There is a big difference between these 60, 66-plus races where
1: you're beating the Aragains, the, goes, yeah, the that's throw what downs. Sort of and Goes, the Throwdowns, and now you're there. popping up against um, yeah,
0: your Mackenzie Brooks and horses
1: that are more seasoned against the better stayers. So, and and um, Paddy's
0: shadow, shadow, as Terry mentioned, Paddy's Shadow has to be a, a winning possibility Clear, clear well. top
1: two for yeah. me. If you can get sort of $2.70 the Dutch about those two, that's mm-hmm. something I'll probably look at on race day, but ah, I'm,
0: uh, I'm more excited about the fourth, BJ. Oh, well, let's take it away then, Terry. Let, t- tell the listeners: Race four is the seatbelt Wines Handicap, sixteen hundred metres. a pelt Terry is Seppelt. Terry's uh excited. He needs to. He needs to tell everyone what's going no, on. I, I do like this one. You could say, Bj, you could say that I've got a red hot tip. Got- oh, yeah, could, here we you go. You could
1: say that. No, look, I uh, I do like a a, tip. Good, uh, a red one. A red yep. one. Um, it's been a week of reds. Jeez, we went. Guts in playing Reddit Northern on Monday just before we hopped on the plane to Kalgoorlie and. Oh, it was a sombre old pub after playing red didn't pick up. So uh, let's hope that uh, we got the red on the Saturday that I see red. Mm-hmm. So it's just been a, a red-type feel in red the last day. Red-letter uh, day. Yeah, it's been a red-letter day. Um, I thought Red Hot Tips' first-up effort was cracking. Yeah, uh, Ran second last behind Patristic, but was jagged back from the wide gate by Boy Hill. Actually ran the second quickest last two, even quicker than zero to Merits. Um, mm. And for a horse who's... I think strength going forward will be going. Um, we'll be going forward and and putting pressure on it a and bit making of a, those chasing barrier
0: him. troll perhaps Glorifying potentially. Yeah, I, I don't
1: think Ryan. You could see him looking around. It wasn't. I'm going to definitely snag it. Mm. I think if the horse pinged and run, he might have looked to find a spot. But he didn't I want think, to get caught three wide. No, no, exactly. First right. up, Cook yep. the horse and, and then it's a long old campaign. Yeah. One thing I do like. Second up at the mile is often a query for me, but the Stephen Milliard. Get their horses to hand really quickly. Um, let's have a look at horse. Louse of the line has now won twice, first up 1400, outback Jack, one on, well, nearly one on debut, and then one second, second up, up over 1700 yep. when they went plus seven to the turn as well, giving that win. And the way Special View went yesterday, running second, that was beaten seven lengths in yeah. that race. So I think that win has a lot more credit to it. Um, and I think. Uh, Jimmy Taylor and Lockie and Brittany, they can all take a lot of solace from that effort of surveillance as well because I yeah. think that'll, that'll turn out to be quite a strong form line actually for a small field. But look, I've got Red Hot Tip going forward and probably leading. Um, he needs to be mustered to get there and I think there'll be some aggression shown on a horse called Mafeking. That's what I was thinking Speaking well. of placement, we're going to talk about Mafeking in two seconds, Bj, going from a maiden to a 72-plus, but we'll get there in just two seconds. Um <laughs> But I have Red, Tip. Red Hot Tip going forward. Truly Great's trials were impossible to miss. Um, yeah, Blind Freddy can see how impressive they were. But Truly Great's going to be back last on what is likely to be a questionable tempo. Red Hot Tip's successes have been giving a kick on the turn and shaking them off, and off he goes. So I think if Ryan Hill can um, can get rolling from the 600, put some pressure on it, say go on then, run a... Whatever you need to run in the final six to, to grab me, I think Truly Great will really, really battle um, to, to get to Red Hot Tip late. So I've marked him two sixty to four bucks as a clear top two. Uh, I got queries on Zero to Merits running out a strong mile, um, and I simply, I simply just can't have the rest. Um, if Lord helped Me Run out of gate, um, I think he would be the fourth chance. But uh, at ten bucks or near ten bucks, this is um, this is comfortably the best value bet of the day for me, BJ. So Red Hot Tip mm. each way all day.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I had uh, red hot tip in my leg up as well, not on top, but I was anticipating a significant elevation, second up. We always um, love a
1: significant elevation too, don't we?
0: Yeah, and you can just tell like, from this draw, there's no real leader, uh, natural leader. I think the, the lead's there if they, if they want it. It just depends how much... How keen Joey as a party is on Mafeking to to drive across, and I reckon I reckon they'll try and have a crack to to lead on mafeking Yeah, for even sure. if they do,
1: I'd be happy with Boy Hill to take the sit to yep. the six and get rolling, or yep. just pop straight out into the breeze. Yep. Um, Red Publisher almost looks your breeze horse from ten yeah. to some yeah. degree. and Red Publisher's a horse that's far better with
0: cover and their yeah, breeze think, last start and, w- and went no good, so I think maybe they the, might go against. They it. could do. Yeah. It. I think with the
1: booking of Lisa Staples, I think what they're doing at the moment as well, they're they're probably looking at later in the carnival. It's an older horse, probably built into a, a campaign to some degree um just one more thing with red hot tip as well the effort behind um tuscan queen in the derby when i think they would have liked to lead that day missed it had to go back to last ran on into second passed some some pretty good stayers. was obviously um panels from tuscan queen but that's that's a sign of a really really good horse um yeah i I think red hot tip's one that's really got under the uh the bookies radar here bj
0: yeah i um i'm gonna stick with the fave truly great on top he um last preparation, just to give you a snapshot, he was sort of just lurking about the traps and then he ran um a- Quite an eye catching second to Puckapunyal over a mile coming from well back and uh getting past a horse called Sowar who has, has a good closing speed. That was on a day where you could not make ground yeah, as well. It was that good, made, wasn't it made it? that run, it was sort good. of, yeah, yeah. And then he went 1600 to 2200 meters. And so both of us were thinking, mm, okay, this is interesting. I took him on heavily, and uh, the, but the uh, they knew because he was a $1.75 and trotted in, uh, absolutely blew was, them away.
1: Kept on, kept on backing him too, didn't <laughs> yeah.
0: they? So, um now, since then, he so that was 77, it'll 77 days between runs on Saturday. However, since then, he trialled uh, up alongside a horse called American Choice, who's in the three year old classic later in the day and could have won that trial comfortably. And then he was irresistible in a 1200 metre Belmont heat win, beat nothing, but just absolutely toyed yep. with them. And just looks like it looks like some sort of um, switch has been flicked, and this horse has just turned in turned into the, um, just something different. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So um, he still has
1: to come from last. First up last. at a mile. Yeah. That's the thing. Still has yep. to come from last. First up. But I've marked him favourite. Yeah. Um, and he deserves favouritism. Yep. And I'd love to save if I got some two seventy or something, two eighty yep. late. Just what price did you say, yet? Two sixty. But right. I've marked that as an, in a ninety three percent mark. And if he yeah. gets above anything, anything above that or on that quote, I'd be happy to save or. I guess once you've gone each way on one, you don't save on another. Or the mm-hmm. way I attack it, I don't. Um, but he's still gonna have to. He's still gonna have to roll them up. And who knows what type of track condition we're going to get as well. Hundred so. percent. Mm. So yeah. What did it, you mark? I was
0: pretty sure I was two twenty.
1: Two twenty. Yeah. So he's still at the dollar He's still not there. That's not the there. thing. What yep. price did you red Hot tip? Uh, I had red Hot tip eight dollars. Blasphemy.
0: Yeah. So, it's still
1: overs for you at ten bucks. Yeah. So if you're having a bet right now, it has to be red hot too, doesn't yeah, it?
0: Yeah. I didn't like adornment first up. No, I'm happy to watch her go around. But for me, I thought that I thought the way I'm convinced truly great is destined for something truly great. This campaign <laughs> and uh, perhaps uh, a big race over New Year's. You yep. never know. Yeah. Hundred percent. And, 100%. Uh, and uh, this could just be the start of, of a really uh, standout. out. Campaign for this, what is he, five now? Bit of a PC. Eh? He's a five year old. Mm. And um, yeah, obviously, Zero Demerits is racing really, really well. Has to be a factor. He has raced beyond a mile before and competed well, but it seems as though 1400 meters is his mm-hmm. sweet spot. But yeah, I know exactly. The he's it,
1: peaked in his campaign yeah, as well. Yeah. So that's a, it, I just
0: happens. thought that that form's good, isn't it? Like the, not like, it's Blue, it's super. Blue Regal yep. Council away. Yep. Prior to that was Lord Lon, Lonsdale Lady and uh, Leading Girl. And then it was Patristic uh western pride and um, inspirational girl last start, so the form is strong and um and he's going good but uh and i know exactly where terry is coming from with red hot tip i was sort of swanning sort of edging my way in that direction as well and the price is there for red hot tip players but uh, i think truly great i've got a sense that this horse is, is uh on the on the way up and i reckon he can still win
1: Maffa King. Now, let's quickly discuss his 20s into 10s this morning across the agency, so there's been support. Maffa King won a maiden last day. It was a super, super win. maiden victory. Yeah. Boulder Dash came out and ran backwards on the weekend. Typhoon Ben, who ran third, was poor. The slug was in that maiden. It wasn't, let's just say, it wasn't the uh, the strongest of, uh, of maidens. Anyway, it was just still a super win, sitting deep on a day where you wanted cover. There is a 1,500-meter, 60-plus race on the day. Would have carried 55. Instead, they go to the 72. They win this. He's going to get 14 points. And go up to a 76 rider. Is Kieran McDonough, Kieran McDonough, is that the correct pronouncement? Is Kieran McDonough and the
0: team under the impression this is a carnival horse and they want the points? Well, I would suspect it's more the owner. Trevor Delroy, uh, Wide Up Valley Farm, they uh, they often throw their horses in the deep end, has been a pattern. Have They have had a couple of oaks winners over east and, uh, yeah, so they're, they're not frightened to, uh, to especially with they that. They
1: don't g- care about the uh, no. just picking up the, the winds and chipping through the grades. He not, no. They it's just th- want to see if they've got a carnival horse straight away. Yeah
0: yeah good on him so yeah in that uh, case good on him well yeah like i don't i don't know was it even nominated for that other race i'm assuming it was maybe it got a ballot i'm not sure but um yeah uh, still gee whiz tough tough task for for Matthew king it was a good win though it's a tough um, task it's a
1: tough but there's the money's come this morning look maybe uh where there's uh where there's smoke
0: mm. who knows who and knows? um your man, uh, Money Maley, Ash Maley, He uh, he's got he's got two in this race. Red yeah, Red no. Publisher and uh, where are we? Pushed to pass. Not yet. Um, not yet for either of those no, two. But yeah, him. I'm truly great. Terry's very keen on Red Hot Tip at the price. At, at the, the price. price, I'm
1: very keen. Red Hot Tip each way. As I said, I've marked truly great as the uh, on top in my market. Yep. But um, price wise, it's Red Hot Tip by the length of the um,
0: Ascot Straight. Okay, it's time for the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind Competition. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get a chance, drop in, see the publican Ian Butchie O'Connor, say good day. let him know you're a one-one listener. There's a York meeting on uh, when's that? Today, very so very shortly. Hey, uh, very shortly York. So if you if you're on the listening to the one-one on your way home from York, drop in and see Butchie, let him know you're a one-one listener. So congrats to last week's WA Racing Mastermind winner Shane Cunningham. Well done, Shane. Got all three questions correct. Our $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel is in the mail. Now, Terry, are you ready to rock and roll? Because I am. Um, to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to answer the following three questions correctly. They're all uh, opening day themed. So we'll test your memory here, Guru. Question number one Who did Peter Nucky pilot to victory? In the three-year-old classic on opening day at Ascot last year. They dig deep. (laughs) He's just rubbing it in. Uh, That's an easy one. Question two. Name the trainer who saddled up the Quinella in the initial plate on opening day last year. Going well so far. Question number three. Name the top-shelf sprinter who upset the Velvet King in a photo over 1,400 metres on opening day at Ascot last year, the Guru has gone bang. That's three from three. Three from three. It's
1: easy this week, BJ. So, if
0: you uh, if you, if you can answer those three questions correctly, please send them direct message at the one one pod on Twitter. If you've missed these uh, these questions, rewind your podcast or jump onto our Twitter feed, all the questions will be there. So yeah, you'll be in the running for a $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel, heart of the hills since 1899.
1: Alright, let's have a look at race five here and um, this is a, another intriguing contest where uh, not many will doubt the best horse, and like in the last, not many will doubt the best horse is uh, definitely going forward truly great and um, what truly great will do and not many will doubt that Inspirational Girl um, is going to be the best horse in this race. I mean, there's been, it's been touted she might even go to a, a railway in a year that hasn't really got a huge amount of depth railway-wise, but she's going to be back last. So what is an acceptable price? for a mayor that's gonna be back last year, VJ.
0: Mm, what are they betting at the moment?
1: She is not much above the even money mark. Uh, I think you're fine. Dollar eighty
0: five, dollar ninety, dollar seventy five in some places. That's that's crazy. That's
1: that's absolute.
0: I was two twenty five in special. I was
1: two forty five, and that would probably change by this stage of the day once we know how the track is playing. Yeah. Really got a lot of respect for the horses that will be in front of her um, by uh, five, six, seven lengths on the turn. Patristic was obviously huge given. The, the ride of Christy Bennett's life um, last time out. It was, it was super. Uh, Spillanova ran a, a figure that was sort of group-like, um, but obviously Spillanova was um, the beneficiary of leading on a massive leader bias day, but it was still a huge, huge run from Spillanova. And we we know that Spillanova can hold form once finding it. just. Um, that's uh <laughs> Some things don't always go that well for us. Spillanova's the one that should be most suited going up yeah. to the 1,400 yeah. too. So what I'm expecting though, BJ, and anticipating from a speed map point of view, and I'm expecting it's the reason Jason Whiting has been sacked off Snow Chino, is... Um, attack mode. He did not attack last mm. start. Leader bias day, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm fairly confident with what I've been told that um, he was instructed to attack and try and lead. and. I think if he attacks a little bit more, he gets to it worse the outside of Money Matters there, and that's that's the only way Snow Chino's is going to run run races. So look to see Snow Chino really take him on here. I think they will be the very specific instructions to Joey. Yep. Jason tends to be happy to hand is, up if someone's taking over. On. Been a little bit slow out lately, too? tiny bit, yeah, yeah, tiny bit. Last start was quicker than Pule, or mustered into it from Must, the from yeah, the gate. And yeah,
0: but he wasn't he wasn't quick out though. That I don't the, think it was Sean's. Yeah. Um, greatest decision
1: making either to hand up on pulley on a day where if you led your All one. Right. I think if he kicks through and leads he kicks through and leads he's pretty hard to run down there. Yeah. So tactically that was um that was pretty ordinary, I thought, um, but I'm expecting Snowchino to turn this into a uh, turn this into a really hotly run affair. I think Spillanova might end up parking on um, on her back, um, unless Jason she can, does. She can show roll him.
0: along at a good clip, Snowchino. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly right. Yeah.
1: I, I still think Spillanova should try and kick up and um, and try and make Snowchino breeze. I think the way Patristic went last start, if Patristic does ping and they lead, they'd be happy, but they'll also say to Christy if he land in the same spot as last week and there's no issue with that. Yeah, whatsoever. no need to
0: press on. Yeah.
1: But I do think – and then you've got Harry Thomas, of course, rolling across from the, the slightly awkward alley. I do think the way chino will be written will completely um, work in the inspirational girl, uh, completely work in her favour, however. So while she's not at my price currently um, – Betfair late? We'll have a look at Betfair late, see what she does. Otherwise, yeah, I, I can't ignore what Spillanova did last start. He'll either lead uh, or box seat. And if we can get 10 bucks each way, um, they're, they're the two I'll, I'll really be focusing around here, um, but it'll purely be a bet fair late bet. BJ,
0: yeah, yeah. I just thought Inspirational Girl was a uh, uh, had a class edge on these. She um, she was pretty brave in defeat. The, uh, last start carried fifty nine kilos. Her late figures were exceptional mm-hmm. under the circumstances. Just really hit the line hard underneath Chris Parnham. Uh, has that has that um, grounding run now because that was her first run back from a bit of a freshen, a slight let up. Has that grounding run now? I see, and of course the uh, the. Team Williams, um, Winkers on, inspirational girl. Like the Getting gear, serious, yeah. Gear changes don't come much more significant than that. When, when uh, Grant and Alana opt for the Winkers, that's um, that's go time. Now, um, uh, inspirational girl uh, Terry is correct. She will be last. she will be spotting some pretty, some pretty uh, decent horses a head start. Um, I still feel as though she's got the class and the closing speed to dropping three kilos as well down to 56 I think she's going to be able to mow these down late I don't think I don't I think she's a horse with significant upside and I don't think but they, they they get beat under tempo and, oh, and exactly. race shape. circumstances. it's a type of
1: horse you can't hop into a dollar yeah. ninety about. No. Like that's that's craziness hopping into a horse that's going to be dead last. Um, I mean Patristic's only getting in with fifty
0: three again. Yeah, no, you know? yeah, I think Patristic's the biggest danger mm-hmm. for mine. Just yep. the, he he was there to be beaten by Western Pride last start. Tell me about yeah. it, <laughs> but he just just dug deep, mm. and I even think he's. A, I, I this might be anecdotal, but I feel as though he's a superior Ascot horse as well. But mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm, I, no, I'd have to, I'd have to go through. Sense. Yeah, that I'd that have to go through. I'm yep. record in yep. It's entirety. but I fe- my gut feel is though he's a superior asko, And the fact that he didn't lead last well, start and say, fended off two Ceres and White, like, that's a big feather in your cap.
1: I'd saved on Patristic in that. And then, you know, as soon as uh, Christy took a sit, and she was forced to take a sit the way the race was yeah, run, 100%. I just said, oh, that's dead. It's all that Western Pride from here, you know, the save is cooked. So yeah. um, to have that extra string um, to his bow was, uh, yeah, it's something pretty exciting for connections.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's always he's always been – a. Pretty promising horse patristic but uh yeah he's, he's a six year old now he's uh he's had his fair bit of racing but yeah he's, he's really really pushing to put it together so he's the hardest to beat for me um yeah and and if if there is uh pressure from Stochino and Spillin' Over and, and, and from Gate 3, Christy's just going to get almost a similar run to what she got last start, depending on what they do with Harry Thomas and he's going to be there. Uh, I still feel as though an inspirational girl with a full head of steam up can can launch for Chrissy Parnham and uh, get there late. We better mention True Attraction as well. Yeah,
1: Uh, first up for 462 days. Trials have been um, good enough. Yep, Uh, good enough. Um, I do think that True Attraction probably ends up three, four back the fence, and they will. mm, I think. uh, I think Bob will mostly uh, be wanting to see um, him just hit the long well and show he's come back in pretty good order. But he's a serious racehorse.
0: Very good horse. He, uh, I imagine, it's going to be a win if you can type situation. Yeah. Gate one for CJP, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but yeah, his his best is certainly good enough. He was an Aquanita Stakes winner as a three year old. Ran second in a Belmont Guineas. Ran into WA Guineas as well back in the spring of his three year old year. So he's a, he's a horse with uh, with plenty of talent. Has obviously been cut down and his career's been curtailed by injury over yeah, the last Yeah, he, he was known for
1: this and the 1600 metre race as well, which suggests that if, the fact he hasn't come back through a sort of 11, 12, 1300 metre race might be programming, but it also might be he might have lost a little bit of that um, uh, early speed. Early speed yep. and a little bit of that sprint. He might be a little bit more dower now. So, um, yeah, one to, uh,
0: one to watch going forward, definitely. Okay, race six is the Crown Sports Bar Handicap uh, over the 1500 meters. This is the race Terry was talking about earlier. This is the Graduation Handicap. Mm. Um, yeah, this is a, it's got, got a bit of intrigue to it, this particular race. We have Tycoon Storm, who's a, who's a real winner, five from nine. She's got to be a major player again. We have an emerging an, uh, Cerise and White four-year-old in the form of Expressionist. Interesting riding engagement here, which I'll talk to you about mm. shortly. So, Expressionist, he's a, he's one of the major players as well. Then we have horses like uh, Notorious One, who's a very raw but quite talented. You uh, say he's
1: blue. If he you yeah. a steak, if you're having your pineapple
0: oh. on a steak, Sam, we're just about blue, wouldn't you think? This, he's got some tricks, this fellow, but he's mm. got some Still ability. Still knowing. He has a one blink blinker attached to him on, on Saturday as well just to, help straighten him up a bit we've got off we go who's a progressive three-year-old I could use one of those in kalgoorlie probably and, and also terry was all over the buddly lad sting last start and just almost mm. almost uh got the chocolaties there for the gurus but there's there's a bit happening in this race there's a bit to dissect interesting to know what uh what you think this this race is all about terry
1: I, I'm really narrowing it down to two. Mm-hmm. Um, the prices aren't allowing me to have a bet as yet. Uh, but in a race like this, where BJ's just gone through them all, add in Devoted Star, yep. uh, up to the fifteen hundred, I personally don't think Devoted Star will run a strong fifteen hundred. But you are uh, you are mad if you are putting a
0: line through any Grant and Alana horses going up in Journey. So um just I on that, be, yes. On that, Chris Parnham's riding Devoted Star. Yes, Lucy Warwick is on Expressionist. One
1: word: continuity. From what I understand with that stable, it's continuity. Clint Johnston Porter looks to be their jockey of choice at the
0: moment. Oh, I, think. I think he just no, you're just riding those horses because Chris was suspended. Okay, yeah. Uh,
1: what about what, Inspirational Girl? It's Chris on Inspirational yeah. Girl, but it's with so the, the stable, there's the, a lot of continuity
0: though yeah. as well. The Williams horses, Chris Barnum. The Durant horses, CJP. I think that's ah. that, that's the way I read it. Yeah. Yep.
1: No, that could well be the case. Yep. Um, are you are you under the impression here that? It could, there's a there's a million ways it could, could have worked out. Clint could have been booked to off we go. They thought they were going elsewhere with Expressionist. Then again, this looked the obvious assignment. I can't imagine them ever considering going elsewhere. But what's your opinion? How, how has Clint ended up on off we go and not on Expressionist? Just stable, I think. Just
0: loyalty to, to Adam. Yep. And off off we go was pretty super. I thought behind precautionary. Expressionist would
1: be the easy of the the easiest uh, of the yeah would be the obvious decision. Yeah, I, I would say, I would so. imagine
0: that Clint has uh, is very much aligned. Um, and uh, if there's a flip of the coin, he's always going to go with yep. the rant in these situations.
1: Well, off we go, was super last start you could only say it was a horse to follow mm, BJ really good um, but this is a race where I'm expecting Betfair to um, allow us in 100% market and with all the horses BJ just mentioned um, now they all have to fit into 100% so this isn't a market <laughs> I want to <laughs> it was well, tough wasn't it like, well wow, uh, it's, it's incredible yeah. like I, I don't want to be betting into 130 what am I betting to in the moment 130 128% market I'm basically betting to I, I can't see a necessity yeah. to do that when the notorious ones a horse that's obviously been backed very heavily at both race starts. Won't be backed as heavily here from the gate, you would think. Um, Expressionist was huge, and Expressionist should only be getting better um, the further... Uh, here you go I mean, my, my big worry Expressionist and Expressionist is the horse I've, I've got on top mm. just um, but my big worry with Expressionist is with Buddley Lad from one it basically means Lucy's going to end up three or four back the fence here um, around our Scott it's, it's a difficult difficult ride for Lucy to get out with enough time to allow Expressionist to wind up into the race I feel like Expressionist is a horse that's going to want to wind up into it so uh, it just could end up sticky for Lucy uh, if the gaps appear early enough in the straight I think she wins um, Lucy that is I think uh, um, I think Expressionist wins this race. But, um, look, from a speed map point of view, Tycoon Storm from seven should roll across. It was an absolute peach from Brad Parnham last start, good, to, right, from yeah. barrier nine to in the one-one. I reckon he'll be, that's where he'll be aiming again. I, and I, think he, he, yeah. I don't think it's impossible he finds it. So, mm. f- from that position, um, she'll be super hard to beat, Tycoon mm. Storm. So, look, they're the two I'm, I'm really focusing on. Um, I was hoping to get something close to three bucks, Dutch, the pair which is a bit ambitious they're currently sort of only around the four dollar mark um for each of them but with with money for notorious one off we go and potentially devoted star we might see a little pop um for one of the pair or hopefully both of the pair on betfair and that's the way i'll be going BJ yeah
0: four twenty three ninety mm. for so 420 very close, to my, marks. Very close to my marks yeah
1: I was really happy so I say so I've got notorious one out close to 10 to 1 from the yeah. gate I just think it's a really 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 big ask um, I have no doubt that he, he's super talented but from 14 he's going to have to go past all of these well considering
0: us. his first two races he's been in a 8 and a 9 horse field or not mm-hmm. uh, nine first up and then an 8 horse field and he was allowed to make mistakes and still have the room and the and I guess the the runway to correct himself and, and still get the wins on both mm-hmm. occasions and so there's no denying his talent. but this is this is uh, this is going to be a hell of a ride for Geordie Turner. From this draw in a full field, opening day of Ascot, he's going to have his hands full on a on a really uh, sort of temperamental horse. One eyed interesting interesting to see whether the one eyed blinker straightens him up a bit, um, or whether he still wants to to uh, lay and uh, lug inwards. But yeah, he's um, yeah, I'm happy to take him on as well, Terry.
1: And there isn't a huge amount of speed in this. Really, no. Buddley lad should lead Peppy
0: Jack breeze. Outside leader, yeah.
1: Alimentario is the one that could come across if they want to be aggressive first up, but. That's no that's no certainty. Well, I think, I think that, they'll I be
0: think, happy. I think they might, but if it was mine, I'd be looking to look after it. Yeah, first, I you. think so. I think it's a horse with a bit of a scope, actually, yeah. to be honest. But this
1: definitely isn't this race. But, um, yeah, there isn't that much speed in the race either. That, that's what leads me to expressionist and tycoon yeah. storm. in Some form of Dutch play um, with off we go and notorious one likely being in the last three or four horses in the field. So, um, yeah, one, one of those two win for any quaddie players. I'll be going two out.
0: Yeah, I'm keen on Expressionist. I have I've gone back and watched his tapes very closely last night just to see what sort of gait speed this horse possesses. And a couple of times when William Pike has asked him to take up a position closer than some may have suspected, he was always able to get there. Are oh, You think so, back at Buddy Lad's a chance here? Well, potentially, yep. especially especially considering like Dudley Lad's just going to be there without having to burn too much. And the only horse that's either that's going to put any pressure on Buddy Lad is Peppy Jack coming across. Um, unless something that I haven't factored in wants to push on and and, and uh, provide some nuisance value, mm-hmm. but I just think if, if expressions may not be the fastest out, but I just don't think there's going to be enough gap between him and Buddley Lad necessarily for a horse to to um to come in and, and take that leaders back position. It's I've, really I've,
1: about Big Shot Paddy from yep, three. Yeah, yep, that's Big so Shot Paddy yep. pops out and grabs that spot. But, or, but um, e-
0: even so, I think I think three back the fence, uh doing With, with no, a strongish leader as well. Yeah.
1: Buddley lads going well yeah,
0: yep. yeah, yeah. And they'll yep. be looking to kick off the turn as well with Buddley lads. Yep. So hopefully some that'll create space and some uh, some some room to move for Lucy I just really like the way that Expressionist was able between uh sorry, was able to improve underneath and between horses for mm-hmm. Maddie Derek last start. Sort of had to weave her way through and was still able to accelerate under those circumstances, which is a good sign for for uh for a lightly raced four year old. Got some real Twelve real, to fifteen hundred speed, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, got some real talent, this fellow. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I just I just feel as though this is this is the right I'm I am in the Cerise and White. Um, you know, I've got the blinkers on. The blinkers, the I'm blinkers in the, are on. You're I'm in the vortex. Vo- I am in the vortex. Mm, love a good uh, vortex. So, and um, which isn't necessarily a bad place to be, but uh, but yeah, it's. Um, it's Lucy will
1: ex- want to do a little bit better than a ride on. Um, no, it wasn't her fault. This yeah. isn't criticism. Uh, Noir de Roux in the
0: cow cart was backed off well, the. Off map. off the map. That's what I wanted not Backed yeah. off the.
1: I was. Surely there's Did- like previous runs it's been jagged out it couldn't you know what was, it's all was the,
0: all the flux because i looked up just before jumping i saw no was second fave yeah. and i was like hang on oh, was, what have yeah, I absolutely
1: missed? off the map and it was uh crawling over the back of Gloryland. who when does Gloryland oh. go below bench any race and simon had a real you could tell it was a real point it was obviously a plan with connections to try and walk them on Gloryland. land so racing eh?
0: That's why I love it. Yeah. So yeah, Lucy. Uh, although Finish she was fifth, though, in all fairness, she was. You'd, be, you'd probably have taken fifth with Glory Land, So she, yeah, beaten one point five. But yeah, I can't complain. Lucy was very good to to us on Sunday with uh, Ellie, queen oh, saluting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm waving the Lucy Warwick f- f- fan club. Uh, flag at the moment. So yeah, for me, Expressionist on top, I'm with Terry, Tycoon Storm, they're, they're the two. I think Notorious One, off we go, will will we'll find it difficult from their challenging high draws. The only other potential fly on the ointment horse went poor, 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 poor first up, but Rebel Knight is better than that. And uh, Darren McAuliffe can weave some magic, get him, get him to yep. improve. He could if, if, if he could run close to a peak rating, then he can make things interesting, yeah.
1: I'm holding fire and hoping we can get something slightly better for express I'm hoping money comes, Notorious One. I'm hoping the money comes. It chews up sort of 30% of the, uh, the pool and we can get a price for Notorious uh, for Expressionist and Save Tycoon Storm or something along those lines. But um, pretty much a line there, I think.
0: Bet fair? Bet fair.
1: Late. Bet right. late. Bet harder. Bet, bet smarter. Don't bet harder. Hang on. Bet harder. <laughs> bet harder. Bet smarter. Bet smarter. Just do all of it. It's opening day. Um, okay. Here we this go. This is the one. This is it. Well, race- Nation, we've already done this, haven't we? <laughs> Chrissy Nation's already uh, previewed this race. For anyone just listening to the preview, it's worth hopping on and uh, and listening to what Chrissy Nation had to say. Um, well, everything he had to say, but um, it was really interesting how he uh, made reference to this race in particular. So um, let's get into it.
0: Race 7 is the feature of the day. The Crown Perth 3-year-old classic, 1,000 meters, set weights and penalties. And we have... Four, I suppose the four in the market at the moment are oh. four of our best, very best three-year-olds mm. um, and I wrote in my leg up that as a collective, uh, Gemma's son, Charlton Eddie, Reign of Fire and Clairvoyance have won 14 of their 16 starts between them. That's very
1: good. Is the only Charlton Eddie lost to Gemma's son and then Gemma's lost to Carriketta? That's correct. That's right. Okay.
0: Reign of Fire unbeaten, Clairvoyance Ooh. unbeaten but uh, everyone... Everyone is spooky and clairvoyant, and deservedly so. Everyone I'd, I'd, except i never heard, heard
1: much about it. Everyone except Chris yeah, Nation. Chris Nation. Yeah. yeah, said it can't win, didn't
0: he? Yeah, <laughs> he, he said he said tread warily. I think was his, uh, was um, his quote.
1: Well, you got to tread warily on any dollar sixty pops. But uh, BJ, I think the first thing we have to do here is a speed map. Oh, Charlton speed Eddie, map. quick enough. It's like Charlton Eddie's. Okay, we've got to talk about dark assault as well, purely yes. in a uh, not as a not as a winning proposition, but in a, a speed map point of view. I think Roy in the caricato took a sit. Yep. Dark Assault. I think that after leading um, at.
0: Did he actually lead at Northern the other day? He was the outside leader.
1: Like Belmont, it was the one where he's outside the yeah. stable, mate. Yeah. never understand that when a stable put two horses in the race and they say go chopping yeah. each other. Captain in, Charmaine. Captain Charmaine, yeah. no, I thought went super actually last start too. Just about another horse to follow. Um, but did, went and led it, uh, went and led it Northern. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if he just says um, tuck in and look for that spot. And that's the spot that a lot of us are expecting, Demis' son. To take. So very interesting. But look, I think that um, they would be mad on Charlton Eddy if they didn't say let's use the fact that we've got the draw underneath Jemison underneath and Clairvoyance. Them, yeah. So are you of the opinion they will try to lead Charlton Eddy? Definitely.
0: Uh, I think they're going to have a look. I wouldn't be surprised to see handlebars down from the pontiff on Jemison. Okay. Yeah. Righto. Yeah.
1: Clairvoyance, where, where, where to say, what's your map? Give me your map. Gemma most Sun, likely Gemma map. Sun. There is a
0: million different permutations, but give me your most likely map. Gemma Sun leads. Really? Clairvoyant, outside leader. Nuad kicking up to hold the leaders back, Charlton 81-1.
1: Okay, Charlton 81-1. Mm. Wow, that's a map. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm Charlton Eddie kicking up, Clairvoyant's coming across to the Brees and Harvey um, trying to tuck in, yeah. um, potentially getting caught three deep. But one thing about Chrissy Parnham and one thing about Clairvoyance is Chris Parnham is a jockey who's happy to look to plan B. Yeah. I don't think this is a horse that you want to look to plan B. But if Clairvoyance doesn't ping and doesn't look like she's going to be able to find the breeze comfortably, wouldn't surprise me to see Chris try and tuck her in type thing. And as soon as he does that, you don't want to be taking $1. sixty about it. Do you? So um, we spoke about it briefly last night, BJ, and we, we, we have to at the price take on. Clairvoyance here. No, I'm not. I'm not knocking her. She's the best horse in this race. Yeah. And her numbers are just something else, and she draws a gate in the winter bottom with the the three-year-old claim she gets. She's going to be. She's going to be super hard to a beat. A race,
0: a race, a Group One race. She's favourite for her at the moment. Two lists. Exactly win, win right. Box, but so. the
1: conditions of this event and how she's
0: drawn outside those speed horses. Geez, this is a this is a serious ask. <laughs> yeah, it is a serious ask. As I said in my leg up, I at first glance I thought she looked at risk. Um, but the more uh, the more I assess this race, I just couldn't I couldn't work out a way that they're going to beat her. You're, you're better than me, Terry. How are they going to beat Clairvoyance?
1: Well, it's a different kettle of fish. And let's look at let's look at this will test you as an example. Okay, yeah. So this will test you. This will test. Yeah, sorry, comes out and um, makes him look silly at uh, her first four race starts. What happened in all those four race starts? She found the rail and rolled. Yeah. Different horses find the rail and rolling. Let's see how Cleverly we. We find it unlikely, both of us, that clairvoyance finds the rail here. If clairvoyance finds the rail, it's all over. We all agree. Take the twenty if yeah. we can, you know. If clairvoyance has to race outside another horse, it's just a different kettle of fish. Some horses, when it comes to uh, race day pressure being applied in that sense, they just don't respond. And we saw that with this little test jar. It just simply, she just simply didn't respond and have that extra gear. Mm. Clairvoyance could well be a better horse and this will test you and probably is a better horse and this will test you. But it's just different race conditions when the pressure goes on in that manner. So mm. I, I don't know how she'll respond. I hope she responds well. I hope she kicks clear and I hope she wins by three because she's exciting for WA Racing. Trav- Travis, you Murray. are mad. And of course, we love Travis Murray, yeah. friend of the podcast. But you are you are brave, brave, brave taking a dollar sixty here.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I agree with that. I wonder whether the uh I wonder what the market's gonna do BetFair late, the exchange. Me too. Yeah, I, I think, think you'll see two. I reckon I think she'll
1: touch a, two. Yeah. I think she'll touch even money. So this is one I think if you're going to – if you are going to hop into clairvoyance, well, I don't oh, blame
0: you. You're, you're a rating subscriber these days, mm-hmm. Terry. What, 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 are the, what are the figures telling us about, about I clairvoyance? I didn't uh, – I'm,
1: I'm, actually, I'm actually going down a bit of a different path at the moment. I yep. think I was becoming too reliant yep. on the ratings. So, so I'm actually looking less at the ratings. These are the type of races um, where I am looking at the races, the sprints over the shorter journey with different form lines clashing, uh, yep. sprints over the shorter journey, just a – Double entonnera, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the type of race that makes sense, and she smashes them. Yeah. Figures wise, figures wise. Yeah. She smashes them. The four and a half she gets on Gemma's son is obviously extremely telling um,
0: in that sense. So I, uh, yeah, look. So st- the thing I like about clairvoyance is sustained speed. Yep. Whereas on a rail. Yeah, but this this will this will test you. Um, has mental. Uh, health issues <laughs> she does she's she's a she's a bit of a firecracker um, You think she'd be
1: high maintenance yeah mm.
0: uh, i feel as though clairvoyance is a little bit more professional you'd have a
1: curfew you reckon yeah. That <laughs> over there? yeah a
0: little bit more professional clairvoyance and i just feel as though like she, if if they turn it on and there's pressure i just think it's just going to suit her because especially drawn high chrissy parnham can sort of um doesn't doesn't have that pressure coming across and crowding crowding her as such, I feel as though she's going to be able to choose 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 her own path, choose her own adventure out there at Ascot, kept balanced by Chrissy Parnaby, he, he's aware of the, the engine that this filly has. What if, if Charlton
1: Eddy's desperate to lead, Gemma Sun kicks up and Clairvoyance tracks up a three wide line or tucks yeah. in on the back of Gemma Sun?
0: Yeah, well, if that means that they're they're out of, the, are they out of their comfort zone by doing that? Who's that? Charlton Eddy and Gemma Sun. No.
1: Mm. I don't think so. Over a thousand meters, I think uh, I think Claire Voines oh. be the one more out of her comfort zone. It not, sounds like I'm really leading. knocking, yeah, not leading 100 yeah. because her biggest asset, her biggest asset that we know of, we haven't seen any other assets, um, is her ability to jump, run, roll, and run. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't even know if it's times. I don't even
0: know if it's just jump, run, rolling. It's just she just hits she just hits the speed and just can sustain it. But
1: maybe she won't settle if they do have to take a hold. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's really really interesting. It sounds like I, it sounds like I'm really knocking Claire Voines here, and I certainly aren't. No, but I'm that, certainly i mean not,
0: like like I, I ended up putting clairvoyance on top in the lego because I honestly I couldn't sit there and write a, a passage to say, actually this is how this horse is going to get beat. It mm-hmm. was getting late last night, admittedly, but <laughs> I got to I got to a point where I was just I just that what so my my biggest I'm a huge fan of Rain of Fire, right? Mm-hmm. So is there a world that Rain of Fire can can win this race? That's who I've got on top. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I, oh, I I have. Clairvoyant's a clear favourite in my market. Um, But if you've got the three speed horses who potentially could absolutely chop at each other here, I think none of them can see, surely none of them can see a benefit in taking a sit and allowing one of the others to dictate. If Mm -hmm. if any of them get to dictate, besides I don't think Charlton is as good as the other two, Mm -hmm. but if if either Gemma or Clairvoyance dictate um, and the other take a sit, not just Breeze, it's going to be hard to see them getting beaten. Um, So I, I think... The sparks should fly here. And if Geordie Turner can find a spot with Rain of Fire and they are stopping dead on the line, Rain of Fire is a pretty good horse. Yeah, it's a
0: good horse. So the problem is this is over 1,000, not 1,200 metres. So. That's the thing. Even um, if it was like 11, you could almost make a really stronger yeah, case, couldn't yeah. you? So.
1: Exactly right. Pattern of the day will be integral. But to be honest... This is a great race just to watch, to be honest with
0: you. So what Betfair price would would entice you to to play Clairvoyant?
1: 260. i already said that. I'm not going to get that. 260. I've marked Clairvoyance two, but I probably wouldn't back until 260. 260. Yeah, I know I'm not going to get that. I know that's not going to occur. That's that's not a number I'm expecting to get. That's a number that I would play with probably um i'm just i'm just where i've seen this too many times that jump and run horses have to come from a different type of setup and and settle in a different position in a race against the best opposition she's ever met fresh as well um and and you see them get rolled so i'm i'm wary i'm wary i'm wary as i said i'm unlikely to have any bet of substance in this race and for wa raising um i hope she breezes and I hope she, I hope she has to breeze too. I yeah. don't want her to find the top So I yeah. reckon that we don't learn enough then. She wins. She she finds a top. She probably wins by three. Mm. Um, but I want to I want to see her challenged here, and I'd love to see her win.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to find a lot, out a lot more about her on Saturday. That's mm-hmm. for sure. But whether you're willing to take what $1.65, sixty-five seventy to find out, I'm um, not too sure about that. But for me, I'm, um, yeah. She I, does
1: breeze and brains and I'd be having, if you can get five, six bucks for the winter bottom, you'd probably have someone <laughs> straight away, I think, because she's short and dramatic. You
0: should have your ticket hovering over yes, the machine. Yes. That's one of my favorites, actually, <laughs> during this time of the
1: year. Same with Gemma's son as well, because um, Gemma's son will obviously uh, had the nice weight swing in her, come there uh come the winter bottom if that's the path they go down with Gemma's son so uh same thing there don't be afraid to um because you get about two or three minutes till the prices move after a race so um this might not be the best race for it but going forward there's plenty plenty of those type of opportunities and uh something I've loved sniping over the last uh 10 years or so
0: yeah so this is yeah this is going to be a fascination clairvoyance uh should be winning for me as I said on the uh, uh, in my spiel I really honestly couldn't couldn't work out how they're going to get beat. However, I will be tracking the Reign of Fire price closely on um, on the exchange, and uh, he's he's for me he's the one that if if she's going to get knocked off because she's gas late, he's the one that that could make things very interesting late and could be the could be the one. So I agree. Moving on now to race eight, the Crown Towers Handicap. 16 runners mm. 4 emergencies actually no one's come out Leech Street is scratching yeah. so what time f- was it last it, night when you were under this one oh mate it's yeah things were getting dire by this stage of proceedings last night especially doing a market the markets mm. for race 8 and race 9 were um, Jesus were uh, you know he- headache inducing yeah. so so whoever all the market makers up, out there who had to go up today uh, I tip of the hat to you because uh, they, I would have would have been panic stations if i was uh it was uh
1: difficult difficult work wasn't it um one thing i can say about this race is i think there was a top four and then i think there was the rest yeah yeah. so i put a line through with elite street already coming out let's just say the emergencies don't get around more Freeman first emergency probably runs so i put a line through the other um 15 sorry it took me a, a second to do 16 take Four, it's 12, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I rely on maths my job. So who's well. the four? Uh, the, the four are quite obvious. I think Shantalk gets your map from one. Yeah. Uh, it lands on the back of Copper Fury or Leeds. I think it'll be pretty popular. I liked its trial. Uh, trial was good enough, sorry. I yeah. uh, thought the trial was good enough. Still some query for me on the early uh, season three-year-old against the older horses. Um, later in the season, I think they will absolutely dominate them. But earlier in the season, I think there's still some queries. Um on how well they'll go, then you've obviously got real grace. Who um, watched Peaky Blinders? I have watched one episode. Yeah. yeah, I love how Tommy Shelby said grace. <laughs> grace, so real, real grace. <laughs> but real grace is going to be back last, um, and real grace last start beat home. She's a bootu and Casino War. So I reckon I could have beaten home. She's a bootu and Casino War on on foot. Um, the way that race was run, it was super impressive. Don't get me wrong, but there couldn't have been a bigger gift set up of a race for Real Grace. Gonna to have to come past some better horses here. Uh, you then have Luke's, Miss Frost. Um, Luke Fernie. Uh, yep, yeah, Mr. Uh, Mister Luke Fernie, Mr. L. Fernie, three votes, current uh, Kalgoorlie Brownlow medal <laughs> winner. <laughs> um, Miss Frost might have field position here on Real Grace. Um, if the gates are anything to, to go by, but also may not, There could be a little bit more. Real Grace probably has more tactical speed than uh, Miss Frost if they're looking at a three-wide line here. That'll be really interesting and it really comes down to quality of ride. Who wins the the battle between those two? And the final one's River Bow. um, Willing to forgive last start with River Bow, BJ. What happened happened there?
0: Thought it was a super
1: trial. Have a look. Did a a rain slip above? We'll have a look at the replay later. Did a rain slip I don't know. Something something went uh, awry because Riverbow was arguably a better trial than Stageman. Stageman came out to win the feature the other day. Riverbow then was um, had Essential Spice level up in a trial and kicked back and was a better trial than Essential Spice. So yeah. um, that's the way I'm going, BJ. Um, I'm actually going to go with Riverbow here. I think Riverbow gets field position on Miss Frost and Real Grace, who will be a long way back. I think they'll be aggressive on Riverbow. Um, I'm gonna forgive. I'm not a big forgiveness person usually, but I'm gonna forgive that run. I'm gonna wait for Betfair. I'm expecting real big money, real grace yeah. from Miss Frost. I'm expecting big money, Shan Talk, with the map looking as nice as it does um, for her. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna back in the top weight here. I'm gonna I'm hoping Jason Whiting can find a spot in the three wide line on the back of a horse like Pink and Grey, who's drawn out wide and probably comes forward. But I also want to be seeing $14, 15 each way late the exchange. And I reckon I might see that, BJ. So, that's the way I'm going without a huge amount of confidence.
0: Well, that's – I wouldn't have picked that. Mm. Terry, I'm surprised myself. Yeah. Terrier, Forgi- so. Forgiveness. Yeah, Drew, forgiveness. Okay? Yeah, I
1: learned a lot in Kalgoorl. Yeah, I sure mm. did. Mm. Eh? i come back a different man <laughs> joining a monastery shortly. <laughs> Did, did some, you did some meditation, meditation out, yeah, and, uh, and out in the we bush or we, didn't you? we actually had a good chat about meditation out there, actually, and yeah. about mindfulness and yeah. how to get the best out of you. Anyway, that's, that's a listen to our mindfulness podcast uh, just after this. It's available on all <laughs>
0: Apple and uh, Google's. <laughs> My four: Real Grace, Shantalk, Miss Frost, Schoolhouse Rock. Mm. Uh, now I oh, got a question for you. Real Grace, okay. Real Grace, love if, questions. If Real Grace was in the Three Year Old Classic, <laughs> yep, would she be a factor? Yeah, I reckon. No. Really? No.
1: Have a look at that. I know she's won by what she won, her last two by nine, ten, combined, Something around that. Yeah. Um, have a look at the horses behind her in yeah, both. Yeah. That's yeah. made her victories probably look a little bit better than they are. But what is she? She's untapped. So we, we simply don't know. Um mm-hmm. uh, but no, there's no way she would have been chasing down those um those good ones, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I reckon she would have been a top four chance in okay. that three-hour classic for yeah, sure. Yeah, I would have been a top four chance, yeah. probably a fourth chance. Yeah. It's sort of would
1: have been her and Reign of Fire, I think, if you're talking in that sense. Closing uh, speed, who, yeah. Or would you have, if she was in that race, drawn next to Reign of Fire, how good is it to be sitting at Ascot, by the way? I've just realised, <laughs> I've been looking at the computer for the last hour, just peering out in the track. This is, apart from, the what's, the he, jet- what's he doing down there? Yeah, h- hosing down there... Come on, buddy. Don't you realize we're recording a podcast? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, oh, this is, yeah, this is the longest I've been at Ascot Sober as well, I reckon.
0: So, um, what was your question, sorry? Real grace. Um, Real we're, grace. We're just trying to line up to see where she would have matched up in that three-year-old class. Yeah, right? I,
1: I, I think she would have been below the top four. Okay, yeah, below the top four still, yep. so. I would have been but bit, it's it's a bit,
0: bit more bullish about it. Yep. My thing was, I thought from the from the wide draw that there's just going to be layers of plenty for real grace. Yep, and there's um, going to be yeah layer, Yep, and yep. and I was thinking that uh, if she is a cerise and white uh peter's investments philly that is uh, well above average that um she could get back especially later in the day at ascot uh, could get back and come yeah. with a come with a burst do you think but, she
1: might be a good late price here as well
0: i do okay. yeah yep. yeah i think i like uh, that i think that shantork there'll be money for shantork because uh probably gonna find the rail in front yeah from gate one uh, it,
1: yeah unless they're super uh, aggressive copper fury on its day is one of the quickest yeah. horses in perth so yeah. you'd You'd prefer if you were a Shantalk Talk backer. I think you'd prefer to lead and see Copper Fury in the breeze because that's a tremendous little roadblock. But um, Cop, uh, Shantalk Talk put up some really good numbers as yeah. well um, yeah. last time in. So, yep.
0: but for me, yeah, I feel as though I feel as though Real Grace is a horse that um, that could develop into maybe like a Burgess Stakes winning type filly if if Clairvoyance doesn't go in that direction. Interesting that she was nominated for that Three Classic, but Bob has opted to. Uh, uh, and Dunbar, as Bob has opted to bite, yeah. uh, to avoid those uh, the clairvoyance and, and the likes in those in the feature and have, have opted for ratings races on the day. So, But for me, I feel as though there's something about real grace. She's got that Pinjarra victory where she's going to need to be, be some type of steer. Gonna, yeah, I just think it's just going to be hopefully three wide with cover. There isn't much speed in this. Hey, there isn't. There which, is a much which, speed in this. Which is, could, be a, could be a good thing. She could slingshot, three wide with cover, slingshot, Closing speed, letting down underneath Christy Farnham, she, she's going to be launching late. And mm-hmm. I think, um, and I, I don't necessarily know that the horses that she's going to be running down are that good. So real grace on top for me. I, I think that she'll continue to drift on the day. And um, yeah, I, I'm thinking Betfair late for me is, is Where's the way the money, be... money,
1: Money likely comes, Miss Frost and Shan talk, I think. But in saying that, a Bobby Peters horse, it's one by nine, it's last two. Next thing you know, it's trading two dollars sixty we missed out Yeah, so it's this yeah. is this will be this is a really, really hard market to judge. I am very confident Riverbow drifts. I am very confident we see double the eight nine bucks that's available at the moment. So three thirty
0: um, is the best available for real grays. Mm-hmm. Riverbow at the moment, the best available is 10 10 well, we won't go there. Eight fifty best available.
1: Eight fifty, yeah. yeah. I don't get involved at eight fifty. Yeah. So I don't get involved at that price. So, cracking race. Good one race. of those four. Good luck to Luke. I think Miss Frost. Remember Miss Frost win first up. Devastating. Oh, gee whiz! I think Miss Frost will be super hard. A lot of this could come down to, a lot of this could come down to the better ride from from Mitch and Chris on um, Real Grace and Miss Frost, who are yeah. arguably the two sharpest um, finishers in this. But we'll be giving um, Shantalk a head start and potentially River Bowl a head start too. So, um, yeah, it, this is this is going to need the winner will be a good steer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's good to see full fields, isn't it? Mm. Just it, it throws up uh, a lot of yep. lot of different variables.
1: It's yeah, good if it starts stuff. playing heavily on on pace or the rail is uh, rail is super hot, then I think you'll see Shantalk start favourite. Okay, all right, Terry. What You're time on. is it, my friend? It's time for the, the get out stakes, Bjst. E-A-K-S. <laughs> Still had to think about it when I get to the E.
0: Uh, the extremely popular Get Out Steaks is brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canning Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt runs the show. Swing past. Say day. Timmy and his team will look after you. Congrats to last week's winner, Steve Spence. Now, he denied Mark Millsy, Miller, mm-hmm. Another get-out MMM. states, yeah. Millsy, look, he was in the box seat for a fourth win in the last seven weeks, so he he locked in uh, special choice by zero point three zero lengths and uh, looked home for all for all and sundry. Now Steve Spence, he's able to nail Millsy right on the line with the exact zero point three three length margin and claim fifty dollars worth of gourmet beef from Market City Meat. So congratulations, Steve. Millsy, unbelievable performance from you, uh, but yeah, the Get out Stakes is on again this week. Now to enter, simply send us a tweet at the One One Pod on Twitter. Who you think will win race nine at opening day Ascot on Saturday? Decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. Remembering the Sam White rule: first in, best dress, Terry,
1: the Sam White rule is uh, that's gonna that's gonna stick, isn't it? <laughs> 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 oh, okay. So this is uh, what a what a race to finish the day on. I thought I was mad when I did my markets, having sort of cliffs of comfort, and this will test you both comfortably over five bucks. But it appears that the market somewhat agrees with me. I think this will test just firmed a bit around the um around the traps now. But just uh, looking out of the track with you now, Bj, I'm just pointing to the twelve hundred meter pole. Yep. At what point? At what mark do you have cliffs of comfort finding the breeze, if at all? Find How the- long will it take Chrissy going from the outside alley? To get to
0: the outside of this will test you, or even Puli. Oh, probably the eight hundred. I think Terry. The eight hundred. That's yeah. a long.
1: That's a long time, isn't it? Mm. That's an awfully
0: long time. We're running in a straight line, though. So. Yeah,
1: that is definitely cool. yep. a, uh, the advantage. But uh, geez, I reckon this will be a race that should be run considerably above benchmark to the turn from um, from where this will test you and Cliffs of Comfort have drawn. Um, I, I imagine, and this would just be my mindset. But Puli is a far better horse. Puli. Pulley, Pulley, Pooley's Poo-lee. a far better horse when allowed to jump, run and roll out in front. Um, if I was Darren Taylor, I'd be saying to Jade, use, again, same as Charlton Eddie, I'd be saying, use the fact you've got the you've got the draw and yep. um, make those two buggers outside your work. This will test you. It has to be a question mark. Make them top,
0: think about it anyway. Make yeah. them
1: think about it. This will test you. It has to be a question mark at 1200 meters. Um, this will test you as, again, like we were discussing before, is a different horse when finding the rail um and, and cliffs of comfort from 20 if you kick up and lead this will test you as a question mark in the breeze over 1200 and cliffs of comfort has to sit three deep the trip you might just be able to kick on this rail and um, and give a little bit more so really interested how this map will unfold again i'm going to ask you the same question what's your
0: map uh i had this will te- this will test you leading yep um cliffs of comfort outside leader no, no
1: mindset that they will, they'll try and hold up with pulley pulley
0: uh, I just just feel as though Jade's defensive at times. No, no, I think I just think they're just gonna. I, I can't see what else they're gonna do with this. This test you unless they want to land breeze. I just thought I, I thought thought they might be a little bit conservative with not conservative with poorly, but I just think they're just cliffs of Comfort's just going to be in attack mode, and yeah. t- this will test is going to have to come across sort of with it, underneath it. I just feel as though the, the pressure that cliffs of comfort will bring will 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 mean that mitchy pateman has to accelerate even more. We so Let's take a sit. Who? This will test, test you. Perhaps. So they I, I they
1: discussed it pre uh at the start of this campaign. They thought she could well, be. Because she,
0: she, she sort of missed the kick in a trial and took a set sit and off tried to get really well. yep, yeah. yep. And came past uh, dance music. But I just so. think Chris Graham's just gonna be attacking from that draw. Handlebars will be yeah, where do you reckon? Uh, yeah. Up or down? Down, okay. firm. And uh it's just like click uh they just like cliffs of comfort him for speed, sustained speed over the twelve hundred meters. Does Jade really want to really want to absorb all that uh, on poorly? I'd love to see her at
1: least yeah. consider it early. Yeah,
0: consider it early and say what's going to happen here,
1: guys. Am yeah. I going to? Yeah, just just consider it early.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's that's that's going to be the fascinating part of the race, isn't it? From the twelve to the eight hundred. To see how it all all plays out it's just going to be pressure 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 this will test your of comfort poorly there's going to be a couple of others poking their head in there just to just to make them work as yes. well yep. so um which is why i ended up looking for something that's just that's going to be off the speed and uh gunning down hopefully tired horses late terry
1: yeah naughty
0: so by nature oh. what
1: that's mine oh what yeah are you serious yeah that's brilliant oh we're coming together for something at $20 plus $20 plus yeah over $20 bucks $6.50 a drum oh yeah i think the $6.50 is a price has there been a has there been a more top-notch trialer? there hasn't been one that i've seen a more top-notch trailer in the last uh the last uh couple of months at least um yeah you go first well, I, I was just... Oh, I like it, this, BJ.
0: First and foremost, it's a cracking race. Um, you reckon he's nearly finished with the hose downstairs? Oh. <laughs>
1: come on, come on. Don't, <laughs> you, don't you know who we are? <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, Jen's going to have her work cut out editing this one. Um, sorry about this, Jen. But... um. I think that's where Brittany and uh, that's
1: where Brittany and uh, Scott stands. They so have oh, to right. make sure it's nice and clean, nice yeah, and
0: clean for the king and queen. Polishing the marble yeah. floors for yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> for the for the Sky Racing crew. Yeah, um, gee, maybe ways. that's where
1: Michael Heaton's going to have his little dance floor this yeah. he So he cut some absolute shapes and uh, <laughs> at the exchange uh, for a while there on Mickey Heaton didn't realize he had it in him. Ah, that's good. That's good. You can take Calguli out of the lad, but you can't take the lad out of
0: Calguli. That's it. Now. Um, was it the other way around? The other way around, yes. <laughs> I hope you didn't say anything the moment I said that. <laughs> it just got me thinking. Yeah, Um killed a few brain cells there, anyway. All right. So, um, our man with the generator is still going strong. Yeah. That's um, all right, though. I'm excited now. We agree on something at a price. Naughty by nature. Did not think you'd find this. So... Um, I think most listeners were uh, well aware they always like to target the class three odds when they come back into Mm -hmm. their four-year-old campaign. Now, Naughty by Nature ran behind Superstorm, Tuscan Queen had some good battles with some really, really good horses, more than held her own. But one of the most exciting performances of her preparation was her first up win. She was dynamite.
1: And even her first up effort on debut behind Adelaide Ace and Baby Blues. I yeah. know you were only on third that day, but it was just super. The way yeah. the pattern of that day didn't allow horses to make ground. Yeah. So,
0: yes, continue. Sorry. So, I feel as though that the gates and the full field and the jockeys involved will create uh, a tempo that may be... Unsus- they could be stopping dead. Unsustainable up yeah. top, which means that if Clint Johnston Porter, who it will ride who rides Naughty by Nature well and knows her well, rides her confidently with cover she's a sort of horse who can improve into a race without like she doesn't look like she's um at top speed yet she's underneath clint johnson porter she tracks into the race on the bridle wound up if she's within striking distance on straightening and if she can if he can she does like to duck in a bit if he can keep her going straight i reckon naughty by nature is gonna launch here hundred percent i
1: I do think that you're going to need the right ride and the right mindset. You'd love to see a three-wide mindset. You'd love to see Pulley kick up. This will test Mm -hmm. your breeze and Cliff's a comfort three-wide the trip. And if you're... Three horses We're back, salivating. Oh off. my god! Jeez, mid race. What can I have? Two bucks. That's enough <laughs> money. Let me on. So, um, I reckon this is a great race to attack, and this isn't my style in probably a place heavy basis yeah. around that six dollar mark. Um, but I, I'm with you. That trial was super, and the fact some sorts come out and brain them in Kalgoorlie since, yeah. albeit didn't really beat anything, but yeah. um, come out and and got the job done there. Um, yeah, but geez. This, is a good if horse, this was over fourteen. This if this was over fourteen hundred meters, yeah. Um, yeah you just about to declare mm. Naughty, I genuinely just about to declare Naughty by Nature here but I'm um, looking at a race where they're just going to go mad out in front and as BJ said there's there's a big chance they're going to be stopping dead and the race will change complexion at around about the uh, at around about the people's start sign there maybe even just before the people start sign the budget car rental sign I'm just looking out at the track don't mm. know if we've mentioned mm. what about Redusca? the mum? have we the, mentioned the mum's the the champagne I'll tell you what if Naughty by Nature wins I'll be having some uh, I'll be having
0: some mum champagne down the Stone mudless. Um, is, is that a Moom declaration, declaration? That it is the Look, declaration. All right, Do so it, I'll, I'll
1: put, yeah, I'll put, uh, if, if one of my nature gets out, I'll, I'll put five bottles on the nearest table. Oh, I'm yeah. actually going to, yeah, you can, you can, well, this is recorded anyway, yeah. isn't it? So oh, I like this song.
0: Can you hear that? I uh, no. am <laughs> Anyway.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm already, I already feel like this is home. Um, we have to pitch the table. I know it's going to need to go right. I feel like this has a bit of my Media Baron selection last week. The difference is, um, this map is just so 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 suitable, but uh, but also well, not, not so, but, so 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 suitable. But it's more suitable. But
0: also, she's a class, she's a class mare, yes, uh, who's on the per, rise, uh, who, on the rise, and she gets in arguably performs best fresh too, as we just uh, touched on. She, she's been placed in an Oaks and placed in a thousand guineas and placed in a challenge stakes, and she's still only a seventy raider. Mm-hmm. So she gets into these this this uh, this grade so sweetly. What price? Uh, me naughty by nature. I was. Where am I?
1: I've still got her a reasonable quote. I haven't got her favorite or anything like that. I think I was $8. Oh, were yeah. you? Yeah. There you go. I was 11. Yeah. And I, I could have, yeah, I reckon I could have had her shorter. I still have. I I actually, you're funny. Favorite.
0: I was flicking between... Yeah, eight and 11, yeah, because Ocean's 15 is my next horse, and that was, yeah. Yep.
1: yep. Yeah, I still had Cliffs of Comfort favorite. I, I felt that Cliffs 11, of Comfort not. goes and takes it to this little test you. I think Cliffs of Comfort's tough. What were you? Were you five dollars?
0: I was five dollars a field. I was five dollars a field. I had yeah. this
1: little test you just shy of seven. Yep. So I I really querying the, um, the, uh, the 1,200 metres this will test you. Um, Ocean's 15, Paul Ebe likely just get the tuck in behind. Lace Finski tuck in behind. Dom shoot, winding up mm. with them. Early season three-year-old again. Um, good to see the Pontiff back as well. Yeah. We didn't really touch on that too much. She's a light. If she's a, a light. Pont. Yeah, she's a light. It's probably the blowout at probably $60, 70 late. If, if um, living up to what she did last campaign, she gets the suck run mm. right in behind him. But uh, I don't know whether that was a- and almost, gets, almost gets
0: the same run. She's she's she got right. like the, the same run a couple of times there in a row. Uh, actually, yeah, and uh, capitalized. Yep, she's a winner. She, yep. Yeah, is there
1: anyone writing more double-figure winners than Pete Carberry mm. at the moment? Either so, um, and then obviously Dunbar, who's uh, they got the potential Cerise and White out of the box factor. So, yep. I reckon you're going to see twenty dollars Naughty by Nature throughout as well. I don't think this is a flash in the plan type price, but mm. um, Naughty by Nature each
0: way, BJ, all day. Each way, all day, Naughty by Nature.
1: Oh, I like that. Didn't expect
0: that. The CJP what a finish. Hey that's all yeah it's just that. Uh, oh, oh i know i know for a fact that she is going to be mowing turf mm. late. Like, it just it just it, it's, it's just matter if, if there's very enough, if there's enough runway left for her to to, to get over yeah. them, you know. Yeah, um, we'll see
1: if they can move the post back by yeah. fifty <laughs> meters. That'd, <laughs> that'd, that'd be great. Well, we're we're I we're, take after mates with we Chris that. Nation now, so yeah, maybe exactly. we, could, we could put him. <laughs> We've <a> <laughs> <request> <laughs>
0: got him in our back pocket now, guys. So <laughs> put uh, him a request uh, just to move the. Uh, we'll make sure we'll the rail's in. dead, Cole. Yeah, Chris, if
1: you could just yep, just down there. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Okay, perfect. So, so we're combining naughty by nature at twenty bucks. Tell you what, we'll march into next week's podcast, won't we? Conor McGregor like arms this.
0: <laughs> Don't um, forget the guru, catch up the guru in the stone moment. Yes, yes. If I
1: was it? five bottles of mum, yeah, if yeah, uh, no, naughty by problem, nature solicits, i probably might job. even go to the, the QT rooftop bar after that. That might be that type of job. So, ah <laughs> uh, all right, I'm excited. Yeah, uh, best betting proposition Betfair? of the day, bet fair, best betting proposition. What's your best?
0: My best at the moment in terms of overlays, a lot of mine are very short. Mm. I've gone very sort of thin with my uh, selections at the moment. But in terms of overlay, the one that's the, the best price from one of my on-top selections is Expressionist. Okay. Race six, number four. What price
1: did you have Expressionist, sorry?
0: I thought I was about the 350 mark. There's yep. a bit of 390 around yep. at the moment. Okay. Um, uh, Expressionist and um, yeah, that's the way I'm looking. Okay.
1: Uh, I will, well, look, Lord Lonsdale in the first is one I'm very keen on at the 340 when I've marked at mid twos, but um, we better go with red hot tip, BJ, yeah. red hot tip, four bucks. Uh, I think we can back that each way. at sort of 250, 260, a hole, uh, expecting Ryan Hill to be super aggressive and uh, price-wise, that is my biggest overlay. Um, I like that terminology. Probably. So, um, Yeah, red hot tip, double figures all right so, so i guess we're, we're all, ah. we, we can't we go is this anywhere. the first time ever i think so yeah I reckon. what is this 45 episode Six? yeah 46. 46 46 episode just taken 46 episodes and we're uh it's, this isn't even a maddie that we're um, trying to find and we've just gone the same one this is when we're both marked on top bullish bullish so uh naughty by nature
0: race no one
1: one pods maddie is naughty by nature get out in, the, uh,
0: in the get out stakes currently 23 dollars available oh. jeez Fixed
1: odds. Jeez, I'm, I'm just <laughs> excited. I don't know. There's a bit of a lull now.
0: All right. So this has been a lengthy one, hasn't it? Yeah, it has been a long one, Guru. So what we might do is we might just finish up there. We'll do our horses to follow, top-notch trailers, and whatever happened to segments on next week's edition, episode 47 of The One One. But now I'll just ask you to do your usual and take us out. Well, uh, I just wanted to thank Chrissy Nation again. I want to thank, actually first, thank Peter McCormick for uh,
1: filling uh, my very small shoes uh, last week. Uh, his best of the day got up, so hopefully we all had a fill on the, uh, I see red. I see red. Um, thank you very much, Peter. I'm sure we'll have him on, on very again on again very shortly. Uh, thank you to Chris Nation coming on. I found that really, uh, really, really interesting. The stuff I generally learned as a punter there, and I hope you did at home as well. Um Cracking bloke chris so hopefully we can um get out and see him at the races and uh, and buy him a beer but guys get out this week there's still ga available we'll be down in the stone motherless there'll be five bottles of mum <laughs> sitting in front of me <laughs> after the last probably no glasses i think we'll just be going straight from the bottle by that stage of the proceedings but get out here guys because 25 degrees this is uh this is what it's all about get around the carnival headquarters headquarters and uh until next week on the one one